Welcome back for another OMG. It's a big brain upper decker blender bender. Wear a mask for that limp dick kind of episode of That Strange Show. Quick, what color were the curtains? I don't know, but I uh, hope you had enough time to finish up your soda and count your tokens. As we got real cagey at Willy's Wonderland, that episode was full on madness. We also had director Kevin Lewis on discussing a bit of the film. Save that last token and go play. And let's not forget this episode brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. Get deadly.com. Grab a bag. That's a big old bag. Actually, they That's have new one. they have new flavors out. Uh I believe they have a uh like an Easter one. I don't remember the flavor, but go check out Sexual Chocolate. Sexual Chocolate. Uh, it'll go well with uh, probably those chocolate buttholes we mentioned a couple episodes back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yourself a couple of them. Yeah. So, hey, man, what's been canceled this week? Everything. Everything's been canceled. Pepe Le Pew. Pew's uh, gone. Uh, well, I, I guess. Want, I, not, I guess. I guess not this week. This lifetime. I just. I guess. I guess like. Space Jam's just not going to make sense now because no. they're going to have to go in and cut all around Pepe Le Pew. Mm-hmm. Well, I think there was uh, some, I read somewhere, and correct me if I'm wrong, that I guess, uh, who's in it? LeBron? Is it LeBron? Lebr- I LeBron, don't LeBron, care LeBron, enough LeBron, to know who's LeBron, in it. LeBron James? Uh, they, were like, pulled, they were like, new Space Jam. I was like, nah. Uh, I guess he pulled Pepe Le Pew to the side and was like, yo, bro, you can't, can't chase the cat. And he was yep. like... You're a little too rapey. Yeah. Hey, don't touch me, bitch! There's uh, been There's, an uproar. That's gone. Dr. Seuss is gone. That's it. One fish, two fish. Nah. Get the fuck out. Nah, in reality, it was only uh, a couple of his books that are now yeah. going on eBay for $16,000. Uh, secure your, so. secure your, uh, your future kids' college fund now. Diversify your bonds. That's right. So, yeah, everything's... everything's uh, Getting canceled, so tread lightly, my friends, or just be like me and just don't care. It works either way. It does. See, everything gets canceled, but if you do it cartoonishly, yeah, I think we had this discussion uh, behind the curtain. We're like, "Hey, man, how come South Park's been like just fucking thriving, bro?" And it's like, "Oh, because they're fucking cartoons." I'm like, "You might be onto something here, because those aren't real people." Real pe- what did you just real what? Those aren't real people, man. Peeper, those aren't real peeper. Uh, uh, but you did uh, but put that, me on. You did put me on to fish sticks, though. So thank you. Did Did you watch it? I, I watched a little bit of it. it yeah, was, the uh, clip. You mean the clip that you played while you were on yeah, the phone with me? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I, that's right. enough. That's enough. That's it. That's all you needed. That's the joke. That's of the, the joke. whole episode. So if you know what we're talking about, you know what we're talking about. We can't, we can't say the joke. Nah, because then, because then we'll be, we'll be, uh, yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, one of the one of the ten people that listens to the show will cancel us. Hey, buddy, how dare you talk about fish sticks? I like them with I, the with the tartar. I I enjoy I enjoy fish sticks in oh, my mouth. In my mouth. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, yeah, again, tread lightly. Don't get canceled. Uh, but uh, yeah, because. A lot of sensitive, 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 sensitivity, sensitive buttholes. Hey, lick my plate, you doctor. <laughs>
Speaking of buttholes, I revis I revisited the Goosebumps TV series. Remember that shit? I I turned it on for five minutes yeah, one day um, and then went, nope. Yeah, I was I'm still nostalgic about it because it uh but uh there's a there's a couple good uh episodes. I feel to me that the first season was the banger. Uh everything after that felt like a little hokey. I feel like it's you who. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's <laughs> It didn't age well. It's no. like YooHoo. It's like you go to, go drink a you. Everybody go to your local store and buy a YooHoo that you enjoyed as a child. Yeah. Crack it open and drink it, and then spit it out because it's disgusting. This is that's the I believe second time you brought up YooHoo in the past. I'm still mad about it. <laughs> the past. You're like, ooh, I so see, so now it makes sense because I followed it because I, I keep trying it again. I go, maybe I got a bad bottle. You know what? The bottom was a little dark. That means it was sitting there for a while. Maybe if I just buy a new bottle. It, that's it's not a drink for a lazy person. You have to mix it yourself. Yeah, you who? You know, you got so it's fucking, fresh. You got, so it's fresh. You gotta fucking beat it up. You know? Munch it up. So everyone knows Angel just made a jerking off motion. And at me with his hands. And I'm canceled. <laughs> but yeah, nah, um I thought it was cool. I watched uh, Perfect School off of that. Uh, that's one of the those the, those kind of episodes where um, it brought me back, where they had like the, the bad guy was a little Chinese kid with baggy jeans, talking shit, wearing like those. Remember the Oakleys, the fake Oakleys? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, he's not, he's not a bad kid. This is just a bad fucking episode. <laughs> like, yeah. They're all bad episodes. It's yeah. like going back and watching Are You Afraid of the Dark now. Like, it was so awesome when you were a kid, and now it's garbage. What is going on here? This is not normal. This is not how things are supposed to function. We just got canceled right there. We did. That's gone. We're done. They're like, how, how dare, dare you? How dare you talk about Are You Afraid of the Dark? You know what? It didn't age well. You know what? I'm sorry. That's next my time, opinion. Next time I see you, I'm going to put a fucking fistful of sand in your fucking mouth. Put you out. What have you been watching? Anything Anything cool? No. No. <laughs> All right. Honest, All right. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, New Walking Dead, which is boring. Cocky. Um, this is stupid. I want to talk about vaginas. Did you uh, hear about the little things? Your penis? Wow. That's where we are. Fucking top shelf <laughs> comedy. Uh, Your little dick. <laughs> That's uh, that award-winning shit. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the little things. Uh, American, Amer American, American neo noir crime thriller, uh, uh, directed and written by John Lee Hancock. You know John Lee, John from the Rookie, no. the Blind Side, the Founder, McDonald's movie. I saw the movie. I wasn't paying attention to who made it. Listen, I need to set up like McDonald's. That that shit. Like the fucking like Michael Keaton, he came. He was Beetlejuice without the makeup in that movie, pretty much. Fuck Now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. He was on cocaine. Yeah, it was clear. Uh, but so this but one, if uh, I had a lazy Susan in my kitchen. That one side did pickles and the other side did ketchup and mustard. I'd be good. Everything yeah. gets pickles and mustard on it. Yeah, two pickles, a little bit of mustard. Little bit of I'm gonna tell you right now that those that the McDonald brothers are rolling over in their graves. 
at this point. Dude. They're like, what do you mean fresh baked goods? Yeah. Nobody can do it like McDonald's can. Oh, man. But uh, so the little things has uh, Denzel Washington, Rami Malik, uh, and then uh, your favorite, Jared Leto. I liked it a lot. It was uh, pretty, pretty good. A uh, little murder mystery. There's a little bit of a serial killer vibe to it. But yeah, check that out. I thought it was pretty good. I did see that there was some uh, divisiveness online about it. Also, uh, Twilight Zone opens up pretty, pretty hardcore. The movie? The original? Yeah. Talking about Dan Aykroyd eating whatever oh, his no, name no, is. No, 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 no. I'm talking about... I'm talking about the first, not the rap, not the wraparound, not the uh, creature wraparound, uh, oh. the, the initial one. I was like, holy shit, I forgot that this dude was fucking dropping all the slurs. Say f again, I dare you, I double dare you, motherfucker, say f one more goddamn time. That's all right, because he got his head lopped off later on, yeah. but that didn't make it into the film. You know what? I was looking for that, and there's no mention they of that cut, in the they, film. They cut the whole scene out. Was that when uh, the army part? He was trying to save the kids in Vietnam. There was a scene where uh, if you go on and you watch Faces of Death, Oof. it's in there. The actual, that, uh, the death of all three of those people. And he picks up the kids and tries to wade his way through a rice paddy. Yeah. And uh, they were filming, and in the thing, you can hear Jonathan Landis yelling into the megaphone, bigger, fire bigger, make it bigger, get that helicopter in closer to the flame. Tuck Tuck and Kim got the blue balls here, I'm going to let them score before it go. Play it through, still rolling. Dieter, can you hear me? That's C4, dipshit, put that back. I said a detonator. I need some dudes up here who speak American, goddammit. He's making a fucking sweater back here. I'm trying to put Tiger Bomb on this jungle's nuts. One goes off, hits the tail, and then it's literally, you see them come... He's drudging across the water, dragging the kids. And then all of a sudden, just all the booms and explosions going on. And then one goes off and then helicopter right on yeah. top of him. But the cool part about it is it's faces of death. So they take it and they flip it frame by frame. So oh, you can God. actually see the exact moment that their heads get lopped off. And those things go zoom. They fly away. Oh, we're talking about two children, child actors, Renation Yishen and uh, Micah Dinwiddie. We're talking about children dying, by the way. Uh, age six and seven, and Vic Moreau. And I believe Vic Moreau, uh, yeah. who was a Hollywood icon. He is. He is. Well, I mean, he's not anymore. Now he's a, now he's an example of why Jonathan Landis doesn't make movies anymore. Yeah. Actually, want to have a fun read? Read into all the shit that happened after that because they tried to send Jonathan Landis to prison. Yeah, I know. And that's when uh, because Jonathan Landis at one point was a huge director. Yeah. In Hollywood, I, I believe wasn't he uh, American Werewolf in London? Correct. Uh, we and, got uh, Trading Places, Three Amigos, Coming to America, Beverly Hills Cop Three. Uh, he directed the uh, Michael Jackson video. Uh, Blues Brothers. He was he was an he was a he was a name to to work with, and he was tied in with Steven Spielberg and all of them, and they were all tied in the Twilight Zone. Yeah. And he lied about the he snuck the kids in for filming. They weren't supposed to like he was Child making labor these laws. little kids. Uh, well, there weren't any at the time in Hollywood for filming, and now because of all of that that happened, the deaths. Now there's all the there's been ever since then strict rules. That's exactly why it happened, though. Isn't that a motherfucker? Like I 
me, a six-year-old, what, what was his name? Ding Lei had to die for Jonathan Landis and company to be like, you know what? Maybe we need some stricter regulations on here. Isn't that the case? Like every job you've had, like you had to watch like your, your fucking buddy fall off of a 30 foot ladder, you know, and then, Oh no, next week. Now we have an assisted uh, thing that brings down the product. Now there's a piece of rope for you to tie to your waist. Yeah, um, but Billy can't walk. But uh, they all, but it also got Jonathan Landis blacklisted. Um, everybody turned their backs on him when the courtroom shit started happening. Spielberg fucking literally, basically, uh, literally told him, fuck you. That piece of shit up there, I never like him. I never trusted him. He almost killed the entire film industry. Yeah, no, that was a big. And that all happened. It's that all happened at, uh, that, uh, the place where Charlie Manson lived. Oh, the fucking. That ranch. That ranch. Cowboy yeah, ranch. where they film where they film everything in Hollywood. Yeah, that all happened there. So, so now we're down one actor that no one that listens to the show knew who he is. Dick Moreau. <laughs> they what? know who he is because everybody, of Twilight Zone. Everybody knows who. No, he was in a lot of shit, man. I only ever knew him as the guy that got his head cut off by he the was, helicopter. Uh, he was. <laughs> all right, you know that guy. That no, that shit. guy. He used to be. That guy, he used to be a little bit taller. Mm. What's his oh, name? Yeah, the dude that got his fucking head taken off by a helicopter. Oh, Vic Moreau. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wait, wait. yeah, he's the guy that cannot ride roller coasters and Six Flags anymore. Uh, he's not tall enough to ride it. Nah, he was in a lot of stuff, man. He was in, uh, uh, let's see here. We got Bonanza. Bonanza. Nobody knows who that is. The Untouchables? You know Untouchables. The, the movie? No, the fucking two episodes. From 1960 to 62. Nope. You don't nope. know that? Alfred Hitchcock presents. He played a Benny Mungo on an episode Ooh. called A Little Little Sleep. And a uh, bunch of other shit. You're, you're listing off some real high caliber fucking. Dude, Hawaiian Five-0. You know what? And yet he is more famous for being permanently fused together with a little Vietnamese kid than he is for being on fucking Bonanza. I was trying to give him a fucking a boost. No, killed by a helicopter. Fucking fuck John Landis. <laughs> uh, I also revisited. The werewolf was the bomb, though. It was. It was. Uh, Nobody I'm got their head burning. cut off by a fucking helicopter in that. No. Almost, though. Almost, probably. Almost. They're like, listen, you Almost. know what? He was like, oh, you know what this needs? Because you know that we got the part where the, the Nazi werewolves come in. You know, I think, I think a helicopter would <laughs> Was, uh, uh, little, uh, little known to everybody is that uh, Jonathan Landis had been trying to get a helicopter involved in every one of his pictures. Uh, <laughs> and then when he finally did, he was too eager. Yeah. Closer. I need the blades closer. <laughs> and now and 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 now the sixth sense had to be filmed between the hours of eight and five. He's like, I see breakfast. <laughs> you failed me! Uh, this is satire. We're not making fun of dead people. This is all fun and games. Uh, uh, we mentioned this is I'm the making end. fun of dead people. It's okay, <laughs> dude. Come on, man. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, we had mentioned quick in passing. This is the end. So I had to revisit that. that Tell movie, me right now that that isn't the best movie that any of those dude, people ever made. That movie is so meta. It's fucking awesome. Like it's. Uh, 
Dude, Jonah Hill's pos- <laughs> the exorcism of Jonah Hill part is out of control. Oh my god. He's yelling, I'm gonna titty fuck you yeah. to fucking Seth Rogen. <laughs> They're not big enough. Or, or my favorite part was Danny McBride, the cannibal king. I'm a cannibal, hombre. We're gonna fucking eat your ass. Fuck you, you can't eat us. Fuck that, man. I do whatever the fuck I want when I want. I butt fuck this dude. See that? I just slide right in there. Yeah. It was bare ass Channing Tatum. Like, it was like legit. I heard the fucking puckering of the asshole yep. <laughs> when he hit the curve. You know, he had like that curve. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm glad that you were checking like this shape of Channing Tatum. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Because I was like, damn. And I was like, okay, this makes sense. This makes sense. But uh, I yeah. just like that he came out wearing the fleshy skull on yeah. his head, smoking a blunt. Yeah. Oh no, we eat fucking people now, man. We eat people. Danny McBride. Danny McBride was a highlight. I mean, the whole movie's great, yeah. but Danny McBride was a fucking highlight in that. Dude, it's fucking. I just, dude, I don't, I don't, I can't control it, dude. It just fucking goes off like a fucking hose. I grew up with women. I grew. <laughs> no one taught me how to jerk off. He's like, I'm sure they didn't tell you to fucking just come everywhere. I'll come wherever the fuck I want. I come on the fucking. I come on you, James Franco. You come in my magazine. <laughs> Fuck you! I came in your magazine. He's like, welcome. To, I used to. Who uses porno mags to jerk off? Fucking, <laughs> you got a fucking twenty million dollar house, and you still use a fucking porno magazine to jerk off. Fucking, I just love the fact that they. It's. They say that they were playing on themselves in that, but yeah. I got. It seemed like nah. This makes sense. Yeah. Especially James Franco with the weird attraction to Seth Rogen. Yeah. That's was... something that gets brought up in like every fucking movie that those two do together. Yeah. I was fucking so. dying. And uh and special props goes to Michael Sarah for sneezing cocaine into fucking McLovin's face yeah. and going, Does this cocaine smell funny to you? Yeah. <sighs> oh, Fuck, Michael! Fuck, 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 Hey man, you need to go to the bathroom. No, because you gotta go to the bathroom, beautiful. Yeah. I think he had one girl blowing him and one girl eating his ass. Mm-hmm. And he's had the fucking juice, the little sippy juice. Yeah. Um, or the the impalement on the telephone pole where he still had the balls to fucking accuse people of stealing his phone. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, here it is. That's embarrassing. Yeah. It's these Anzari getting kicked. Yeah. By Craig Robinson into the hole. You're already in the hole. I can't save you. Yeah. I kicked his knees. Yeah. I tried. I fucking tried. And every single one of those people that was in that movie for five minutes made a million dollars each. Yeah. I believe it. I believe it. Kevin Hart was in there. Like Paul Rudd popped up for like five. Didn't he like run in real quick for five seconds and yeah. stepped on somebody's head? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He crushed. He was holding <laughs> like, a, like a wine bottle. Yeah. He was like, no, I'm here. I'm coming. Yeah. Squish. Oh god, I crushed her head, and then yeah. in the hole he went. Yeah. Uh, movie finishes with a uh, huge double dick. 
Uh, that's not even no. It ends with a Backstreet Boys dance number. Uh, yeah. Well, I wasn't trying to give it away, man. And having everybody seen it, it's like twenty years old. Is it? That's an old movie. Two thousand. That yeah. was the first. That was the first incarnation of Skinny Jonah Hill. Yeah, two thousand thirteen. So goddamn. Yeah, that's an old ass movie. A lifetime ago at this point. Apocalypse. Danny McBride. I wonder if any of them have suffered financially during the. <laughs> During the nah. fucking outbreak. Nah. Seth Rogen. Dude, Seth Rogen doesn't even have. Oh, no. He Seth Rogen's know. probably got like 50,000 pot plants growing on his property and he's just out there tending to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or James Franco tossing a salad. I believe it. You know what I don't believe? What? That the world is being blessed hmm. with one more young guns. My back. Back. Uh, you mean old guns? You shut your fucking mouth. Now I'm looking at the article right now because uh-huh. my curiosity is piqued with how exactly they would work. Well, one more. It says here, will Billy the Kid finally become William the Man? It doesn't say that at all. It says that right there, right on the top. Right underneath the big, the big thing, right above, right above the picture of uh, Lou Diamond Phillips. Hold on, there's a lot of speculation about what happened that night in 1881 in Fort Sumner, New Mexico. Did he die? Did he not? And so, there's a lot of mythical and historical, uh, mythical, historical, and actually some factual things that we can examine. That's called Young Guns Two. Where he know. didn't die in Fort, he did. Young Guns one, he died in Fort Sumner. Yeah. Young Guns two, he didn't die in Fort Sumner. And here's the story of that. Yeah. Which they made up. Yeah. Ninety percent because that's the original cancel out the first movie for the sequel, because in the first one they ended it. If you remember correctly, and anybody that's as much of a fan of the Young Guns series as as, as yeah. I am, I bow to you, my friend. Is that they ended the first one with him, with somebody telling the story about what happened to everybody. This guy went to New York with his with his bride. This one became a rant, became a fruit farmer. This guy, this Billy the Kid rode around and eventually died. Or, or Billy the Kid got caught up with old Ford Sumner and died. Yeah. And his body was buried next to this dude. And then the sequel comes out and they're like, Fight. just kidding. We're going to kill off everybody in a made. They killed off. None of that happened. No. If you, a simple Wikipedia scan <laughs> will tell you that Chavez y Chavez lived to be like 80 something years old as a fruit farmer in fucking California. And Doc Skurlock moved to New York. And that's it. That's the end of his that's, story. That's it. Nobody got dragged back. That was so ludicrous. I love the movie, but it's so ludicrous that they literally drew, made dragged him behind a horse from New York to New Mexico. Or at least that's what they wanted you to think happened. But that's, in my eyes, that's he was dead by Ohio. <laughs> not Kiefer Sutherland, though. Oh, man. Nah, not Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, who... I'm looking at this poster here, and is if I is is it right? It Are looks you like It looks like the guy from which poster? The one at the top? Yeah, Alan Ruck, right? 
That's wow. at what that is. That is wow. friggin' Ferris Bueller's buddy. Yeah, I didn't even realize. That's him. That's Christian Slater on the end. Yeah, and then uh, that's one of the Getty brothers, right? Balthazar Getty. Yeah. The one from uh, uh, Lost Highway. and Was he in Hackers? Yeah, he, I think he was. He was also in Lord of the Flies. Yes, that's right. He was the older, As, one of the older kids. Yep. Yeah. But uh, I knew him most for Lost Highway. Yeah, Fantastic Lost. David Lynch film. Bro, you forgot White Squall, bro. Was he in White Squall? Yeah. You know, that's a movie that I try to explain to people what it is. Nobody knows what that movie is. Ridley Scott, dude. I'm literally walking around work going, Val Parazzo. Like, he just he was just scared of heights, man. Yeah. You need to go watch that right now if you don't that's know what we're talking about. If people about. haven't seen that movie, that movie is one of the biggest fuck you that you just watch yeah. these young men go on this long journey to become... Grown men just to fucking die. Yeah, that, it's yeah. a true yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah. You can't hide it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't give it away. Much. It really happened. You need to watch it though. Well, or they don't know if it really happened. Hey, was, if it happened to Marky, the boat, they just know the boat sank. If it happened to Marky died. Mark and fucking uh, George Clooney, it's fucking. It's First rude. of all, the perfect storm's pretty much determined to be bullshit. <laughs> You could be a meteorologist all your life and never see something like this. It would be a disaster of epic proportions. It would be the perfect storm. All we know in real life is these people went out on a boat and then that's it. The second they pull out a port on Perfect Storm, yeah. it should have like a thing that goes across the screen that's like don't know. everything that follows is bullshit. We made all this shit up. I think this is what we're I highly happen. doubt that that guy's last, the last thing that that guy did was fucking swim to the top and go, do you hear me, baby? I'm talking to you. There's a fucking hurricane going on around him. Nah, man. You don't and remember? Truman Show did it. perfectly calm. They filmed it in the, like, they, they filmed it at, on the Truman, the Truman Show set. You literally can tell watching that movie now, like, that he's not really in the ocean. No, it's all green screen and fucking hashtag computer people. <laughs> and it's shitty old computer stuff. Like that doesn't even look like a wave. That looks like a fucking blanket. Yeah, it didn't look real. First of all, there were no waves that big. I don't, dude. I don't know. I can't. Right, I can't. Story. No, they. I can't. It's. I looked into it. They uh, didn't. They topped out at like fifty feet, and that's it. Yeah, that ocean. thing was like 300 feet fucking tall. Listen, it could be it could be fucking 900 feet tall. The ocean is a scary place when you're out. Oh, cool. A 900-foot wave would mean that the coastline of Africa is now 45 feet further out. The surge? Like the... Yeah, it would just... If it's coming into America, it left Africa. Yeah. There's That's people all, running think... out right now scooping up all the fish. Yeah, isn't that called butterfly effect? Like the... I, I don't know. Well, anyways, Young Guns three, we excited. I'm. Or what do you think? You think it's gonna be? The, I'm excited uh, at the concept, but I'm worried because I mean I don't know if anybody's looked at it recently, looked is, at any of these guys recently, but they're old men now. Yeah, well, Kiefer Sutherland looks like Donald Sutherland. He's dead. There's no way. There's no if if that if they put out a trailer and I see Kiefer Sutherland's face, I'm gonna punch my computer screen. Listen, deep fake. We can do a lot of things nowadays. With a deep fake. No, he's dead. God damn it. He's they killed like, him in the series. 
He's dead. They There's can't. Like, what are they gonna go? This is a this is a story from in between the first one and the well, second. That's what one. I was saying. Like Kiefer Sutherland could come on, do the voiceover. The following things happened in the last twenty four hours. Dun, dun. <laughs> Fuck it. Then it's Dermot Mulroney. Fuck it. I think I th- hear. I think man. fucking. I think fucking Emilio Estevez is just thinking he can just pull all of his old roles out because he's got Mighty Ducks coming back. Uh, Lou Diamond Phillips. The last thing I saw him in was the Big Job. What the fuck? That dude? that literally was like thirty years ago. Yeah. Uh, like Dermot- Mark Wahlberg was still Marky Mark. Yeah. Uh, Lou- Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. I don't know. Balthasar Getty. The inventor of the mullet. Yeah. So, I mean, Charlie Sheen, you know, maybe he can pull some of that. that, Uh, that Fuck you. All right. You didn't see Young Guns then because he he was the first one to die. I'm just saying, dude, it's 2021. Everything's up for grabs. Everything can be rewritten. Everything can be fucking retold. Erase the past, man. This is what they're going to do. They're going to make up. They're going to they're going to de-age them. Mm -hmm. We've, We've seen. We have seen two examples of why that doesn't work. Listen, what they're going to do is it's going to say I Young Guns. I don't care what anyone says. The Irishman looks stupid. It's going to say Young Guns 3, what we should have did the first time. No, because the first movie's perfection. That Listen. is such a fun fucking, and it's like 80 minutes long, too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, like perfect. A, like a fucking. It's like. Here they go. They shot people. Now they're going to ride and then they're going to get in a war and that's it. And then they were like, all right, we got ideas. And they're like, what's brushy? Ever hear of brushy Bill Roberts? (laughs) You need a man. Regulators. But uh, yeah, so look out for that, I guess, at some point after Mighty Ducks before. Who knows? See, you say regulators now and I think Warren G. Like, that's where I am now. Dude, that's fucking what it is. It's been... uh, that's, That's what it wow, is. we're dating ourselves at this point. Warren G. No one knows who Warren G is anymore. I know what it is. Well, yeah, because you're old. Hey, man. Big fat Wendingo. You hear about this? No. All right. So Bigfoot battles a pack of Wendigos in the upcoming creature feature, Dawn of the Beast. Got this off of Bloody Disgusting floating around on the internet there. Uh, so it looks like um, Bigfoot and a Wendigo. So uh, it says here that's precisely what Bruce Wemple uh, has done for his latest a creature feature mashup. Uh, it says, yeah, the two beasts eventually end up fighting each other. So coming from our buddies at Uncorked Entertainment, uh, it drops uh, April 6th. I believe something else drops April 6th, but... Uh, uh, we, we've learned this morning, uh, it says, aiming to see Bigfoot, a group of students ventured deep into an area of the northeastern wilderness known for its strange creature sightings. Soon they learn that there is a much more sinister evil lurking in the woods, the Wendigo. And once the spirit knows you're there, they will come for you. Who will survive in a battle between the two most notorious monsters of the forest? What do you think? I think Wendigo is getting played out at this point. You think so? Where have you seen the Wendigo? I mean, there's antlers yeah. coming out. Uh, I've seen the movie Wendigo. Uh, that movie was kind of... 
Pet Cemetery hinted at it. They yeah. promised us a Wendigo, and they didn't give it to us. Well, these guys are saying they're going to fucking not only give us the Wendigo, but Bigfoot's going to fucking, you know, this might be this might be on Cork's, uh, you know, Kong versus Godzilla. I believe the Wendigo is way bigger than a Bigfoot. Uh, not according to this poster. They're about the same height. Uh, so the, Kong versus Godzilla. They make Kong fucking a thousand times bigger to get that fight going. Sidebar. Do you know that the movie that we have watched was a young King Kong? And that's the explanation that it's like years later. And uh, that's how they're explaining like the growth spurt. I am going to flat out say this and I don't care what anyone says. I am not going to watch that movie for anything other than shit getting blown up. I don't give a fuck about the plot. There's no plot that you could throw at me that'll make me go, that's a really good plot. There's nothing. It's irrelevant. So I'm looking at this trailer here while we're talking about this. Uh, this lady looks like she's getting gored by uh, the Wendigo. Here. <laughs> and then they got, oh, they got the spooky book, you know, with the scribble drawings. Necronomicon. Yeah, it looks like it. Oh, look, the artwork's fucking awesome though. the The poster screams B horror movie though, so I'm all for it. I'm all for it. It's he's got reptile eyes though, which is weird. What is that? The Wendigo at the top? I have not, I think that's Bigfoot. Cause whatever it is, looks like a fucking orc. Yeah, it looks cool. But though. like a reptile, oh, yeah, it looks eyes, like look. a sci-fi. It looks like a fi- sci-fi original. I'm there. He beats himself. Uh, HBO developing Paul Rubens, uh, aka Pee Wee Herman. Uh, hey, that's my seat documentary. I am all on board for that. What do you think? You think they're really gonna give you some uh, like fucking cookie cutter milk toast fucking thing, or they're gonna dive deep into everything? I think he might be at an age where he's ready to just tell the whole story. Yeah. Um. I'm interested in seeing it. I'm a Paul Rubens fan. I've been one since I was a kid. I didn't give a fuck that he got caught doing what everybody else was doing, but because he was Pee Wee Herman. First of all, I want to give the cops props for being able to tell that that was Pee Wee Herman because I've seen the mugshot. And he looked like he did his best to not look like Pee Wee Herman. Because he was in a beat-off theater, wasn't he? He 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 was in a porno theater. Yeah, doing so. what everybody else was doing, and the cops came in, and they were like, who's jerking off in the place where you jerk off? <laughs> and the designated like, jerk off. Like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> What's the like, word? I know the... you are, but what am I? What's the word of the day? I'm coming! <laughs> like, you're under arrest. Arrest? <laughs> <laughs> and then here comes fucking Cowboy Curtis. Hey. <laughs> He's sitting on Cherry. <laughs> Please stop him. Being your meat, Pee Wee. Jombie's <laughs> <laughs> over there, jealous because uh, he doesn't have any. He doesn't have a dick. Yeah, <laughs> fucking computers printing out fucking like those. those <laughs> and to just round off the whole joke, he's watching a porno starring Penny. There we go. So it says. <laughs> oh my god! So it says and here that's that, a porno. That is that is a porno. Big top. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Pitch a tent peewee. 
Oh my God. It says HBO is no stranger to shining a light on some of Hollywood's most fascinating people. And it's now setting its sights on spotlighting the person that created one of the world's most beloved characters. So it says here, uh, co-production between HBO documentary films. Uh, the film will be produced by Uncut Gems director Josh and Benny Safty, their partner Sebastian. It's going to be fucking awesome, man. Yeah, it's going to be very anxious, <laughs> fucking anxious from start to finish. And by the end of it, you're going to go, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> oh, my God. So, all right. So it says uh, uh, Ruben says he's been working with HBO since they were called home box office. If you didn't know. Uh, it says I'm honored and excited to continue my long history there. I love HBO, but I'm not going to marry them. <laughs> a, kale a kaleidoscopic portrait told in two parts. The Rubens documentary traces the life of the imaginative uh, artist behind one of Pop's culture's most unlikely icons. And uh, so, yeah. Uh, what else? How is about there? that shit, though? What? I bet you none of those people thought that that was going to blow up the way that it did. Yeah. I remember seeing, I didn't see it as a kid. I saw the, the, the original HBO special. Yeah. I saw the like, movie, the first, that was the first introduction to, and it yeah, was the no, one. Mine was getting, mine was getting like having nightmares because of large Marge. That was my first memory of him. It's his movies were very creepy. Yeah. Like everything was very off putting with it. But, uh, I never saw the actual, the original, because it came from a live show, stand-up thing that they did. Is that what it came from? Yeah, and it was not for kids. Sexy jokes? And, oh, yeah, Miss Yvonne was like a straight-up whore. Oh, Carla Curtis. Well, yeah, but it was way more intense. Okay. Like her, like, her, like, freshening up her boobs and stuff. Well, I mean, there was but, a little, uh, they kept a little bit of that, hey... Yeah, but it was friendly. Yeah. In this, it was like, she's pretty much like Cowboy Curtis. Yeah. yeah. I'm moist. Peewee's, <laughs> Peewee, I need your big adventure. I don't make monkeys. I just train them. And I thought that that was hysterical. I really loved the uh, the Broadway show. They had a Broadway show? I See, I'm not. Well, I know the he character, brought it but back. he brought it back. After the fucking. They brought it back a couple years ago, and they did a broad. They did it on Broadway, okay. and it was, but it was all up to date. They updated everything, and it had some new characters and shit. And it, uh, an original Missy Vaughn okay. came back, and it was fucking hysterical. But it was very, it was meta. It was very like self aware of what yeah. it was. But they built the whole playhouse on the stage with everything fully functioning. Plus new like puppet characters. Right. He had a sham wow. Did he did he have the fucking slap nut fucking the chop nut fucking thing? Yeah. The slap chop. Yeah. Slap. <laughs> yeah, no, they had all that that's little breaks he'd like do. I'm hungry for a snack. <laughs> oh, and man. talk to the audience and stuff. It was very I wish I could have gone to see it live. It was very audience involved. Uh, crowd work. Kind of thing. Yeah. It was great. Awesome. He's great. He's a great performer. Well, it says here, we all know Pee Wee Herman. It's time for the world to meet Paul Rubens. And I can't wait to share his story. So it says uh, they're going to expect, they're, it's expected to focus not only on the Herman years, uh, but also include uh, Rubens' post Pee Wee decades when he put his bow tie away 
to focus on other acting uh, jobs, including Mystery Men, Buffy the Vampire, Blow, um, and then like AKA said, the only roles that he could get after he got copy enough. Because I've already, I've already, I'll, I'll, I'm hoping to hear some new stuff because I've heard a lot of the stories. Bobcat Goldthwait fucking slayed him in stand-up, fucking making fun of him. Yeah. And uh, that's actually one of my favorite bits he did was talking about how he was on blow. Yeah. And talking about him and Johnny Depp were talking about how they got arrested <sighs> for, I guess, Bobcat Goldthwait set the Tonight Show on fire, which I didn't get to see on TV. He set the, he set the desk on fire. And got arrested and had to do like traveling PSAs about it. And Johnny Depp got fucking arrested for trash in a hotel room. And they're like, this is funny. There's nobody in this room that hasn't gotten arrested for anything. And Johnny Depp was like, what did you do? And he's like, I set the Tonight Show on fire. He's like, oh, yeah, uh I remember that. And then they both turned to Paul Rubens and they were like, anyway. (laughs) And they said, he's like, I'm standing there. We're telling these stories and you can feel Paul Rubens looking at us like, oh, God, please. (laughs) Don't. Don't come over here with that. Paul Rubens was great in Blow, too. Yeah, he was. He was. That's a great movie. All together. Yeah, Johnny Depp was having a bad fucking day in that movie. I'm George. Oh, George. Well, that explains everything. Open your mouth, George. Get fucked. Open your fucking mouth. HBO, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so well, that uh, was that's what I was trying to say is the original Pee Wee special yeah. was an HBO yeah thing, so that goes back to the eighties. Yeah, eighty two, I think, before I was born. Is he that old? He's old. Yeah, he's old. He's so old that I didn't realize for the new movie because you know they did a new Pee Wee movie. Yeah, they actually had to de-age him in it. Deep fake. Yeah, they had to de-age him for the movie because he said there was no amount of makeup. It was like he was in the back room, fucking. <laughs> no, he said they brought they brought in the same team that did the Irishman. Oh Jesus! So they gave him like yeah. Frankenstein boots and fucking Robert De Niro face. Yeah, they fucking. He said they had these like just a little bit in the eyes, and my yeah. face, and my nose, and my forehead, and my cheeks. Yeah, and then they just smashed him in the face with a laptop. <laughs> said done, <laughs> done. <laughs> uh, all right, so keeping uh, keeping on a uh, subject here, scientists want to send a massive load of jizz to the moon. Are you ready? Did you hear about this? Hear about it? Yeah, I'm a volunteer, baby. That's what I was saying. Like, fill the cup. Like, I want no, to go. It's not to a s- cup. It's more into a giant vat. I want to go to they, space. They're not concerned with it not being. They're not concerned with it being mixed together. Yeah. So it says the here, aliens will figure it out. It says here humans have tried to nuke and colonize the moon. We uh, they've spilled uh, tardigrades uh, all over it. Uh, the witches hexed it. So it says here for a celestial body, that's the main job is to control the oceans, tides, and be barren. The moon has been through a lot. So now. So now we're just gonna put a. We're just gonna money shot it. Says, uh, and if so, if that wasn't enough, scientists are now talking about sending a bunch of splooge to the moon. So it says here uh, at the annual Institute of Electrical and Electronics Engineers, IEE, Aerospace Conference on Saturday. This I got this from uh, Vice, but it says here the team from 
the University of Arizona presented a report titled Lunar Pits and Lava Tubes for a Modern Arc. This sounds very official and sterile, right? But the bottom line of their proposal is that they want to build a sperm bank under the dusty regolith of the lunar surface for safekeeping. Oh so they're going to put a jizz on the moon to keep it safe from what? I feel, I feel like that's a horror movie waiting to happen. Well, it says because this ensures it's an insurance policy for the future of humanity and all of Earth's species would be a repository of reproductive cells, including sperm and eggs. And they propose that the bank could act as an arc, like the seed vault in Svalbard, uh, in case of a catastrophe. So, so the moon. So it's like, shit, there's not a lot of people left. Fuck it. Hey, Elon, we need one of your fucking SpaceX fucking. Oh, the, uh, we're still testing it. Now nah, we got to go grab that bag of sperm because we need more people down here. And we, we got it at the arc over there. So, <laughs> And then you watch it trying to land and then it just blows up into a fucking fiery fireball of, of fucking jizz. How do we find it? Just look for the smell of pool water. Yeah. <laughs> Oh You're my right? god, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Speaking of pool water. Oh man. All right, we gotta we're moving on from that. All right, so if you need uh if you wanna fucking send your fucking spunk off into space, I I guess uh Ew. go uh sign that was up gross. Spunk. That's fucking isn't disgusting. That, isn't that the word? I mean, yeah, if you're in a 70s porno movie. Mm, give me that spunk, Charles. Oh, man. Nah, it's the sideburns. That's how you can tell us from the 70s. When the yeah, ball, when they the go ball bag. The sides of the deck. When the ball bag's got sideburns. And, uh, and spunk. Yeah, and spunk. Uh, all right, so speaking of uh, ball bag speaking sideburns, I <laughs> uh, hope you got your pee pee on. Uh, Jeffrey D. Yeah, Morgan. This is where I'm confused because it should be pee pee pants. Why'd you put pee pee? I hope you got your dick on, bro. Because Jeffrey D. Morgan faces a demon in San Raimi's produced uh, horror movie, The Unholy. She's here. When God builds a church, the devil builds a chapel next door. What do you Pass. think? The- <laughs> I didn't even get to ask the question. The regular people like me and you acting it out was fucking look cool, look fucking boom, until they yeah. put that crispy fucking uh, the frighteners fucking cloaked fucking evil looking thing. It looked too like goosebumpy. I I want to explain to people that this is produced by Sam Raimi. He didn't make it. Yeah. He just he just shelled out cash for it. Yeah. He said put money. And apparently on. not that much. Well, I mean, it says it stars Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Katie Alsatin, William Settler. Uh, we got, uh, and then Carrie, how do you say his last name? Carrie Elvis? Elvis? Carrie El- Elves. Elves, that's El- a W. Elves? El- yeah, but he's British. Oh, so Carrie Elves. It's like Elves or Elways. I don't know. From Saw. I never knew how to uh, pronounce it. Robin Hood. Robin Hood, yeah. Robin Hood. 
So, uh, the unholy. Uh, it was formerly titled the Shrine because it was a a, a uh, story, a novel first, published back in 1983. Actually, the novel was better. Probably they, it probably didn't have the crispy. It, it, it had it literally Jesus. had me up to her smiling at the Virgin Mary statue and the eyes started bleeding. That was okay. It had me there. Yeah. I was like, all right, this is kind of dope. And then yeah. it just went, not for me. I, I and then on top of it. PG-13. Is it PG-13? Th- I didn't even... I don't... Yeah, I don't ever right check. Oh, by the way, George, you know those condoms I gave you? They're defective. Don't use them. Yeah, so I was right then. So it's like that the ghost looked like like it was going to be doing like the Frighteners fucking Grim Reaper moving around like... Like... Yeah, you know. just same effects, just better money yeah, in yeah, it. But more, it still looks dumb. Yeah, better computers. It's just... I don't know. So it lost me. It look it looks okay. I'm not gonna shit he's, too much. He's clearly still yeah. making Walking Dead when he yeah. made this because it looks like they just didn't have Negan brush his hair back. Nope. Still the same beard. And, he's uh, gonna be Negan for fucking ever. He's yeah. never gonna be able to get rid of that now. So it says the unholy follows Alice, a young hearing impaired girl, who, after a supposed visitation from the Virgin Mary, is inexplicably able to hear, speak, and heal the sick. As word spreads and people from near and far flock to witness her miracles, a disgraced journalist, one Jeffrey D. Morgan, hoping to revive his career, visits the small New England town to investigate. When terrifying events begin to happen all around, he starts to question if these phenomena are the works of the veg... The veg? The veg and berries. What was that going to be? The the Vegemite? Yeah. Or something much more sinister. Thunder from down under. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, it looked all right. But it, it does look cookie cutter, fucking milk toast a little bit. So Looks like Jeffrey Dean Morgan needed some money. Well, it's, it's in between fucking, you know. It's I've learned in the last few months that most actors don't see what they've made yeah. until they go to see it at the yeah. premiere. Yeah. And I have read a lot of shit with people that were like, there's a couple, I'm not, I can't think of names specifically off the top of my head, but there were a couple that cracked me up where the actors left. Yeah. Like bullshit. No, like Take my name like, off of yeah, this. I'm not dealing with this Q and a, I'm slipping out the fucking door, which, Hey, sometimes it works out. You make, you make an Avengers movie and it's all green screen. And then you see it and it looks cool. And you're like, yeah, I look badass. Yeah. Or they make this, and you're like, this is going to be a scary horror movie. And then you find out that the MPAA fucking made you slice it down to a PG-13 because they want to make more money. Or not that the movie studios went make a PG-13. Yeah. So they probably sliced out a bunch of really cool shit. Yeah. Because that looks like a movie that probably was rated R when they made it. When, yeah. when Principal was done, it was rated R. Yeah. And Jeffrey D. Morgan was probably like, this is going to be so dope. And then he's like, why has it been in post-production for so long? And then he sees this trail. Like, imagine that. You made this movie and you're wicked happy about it. And then you see the trailer premiere and you're like, what the fuck? Whoa. I think I just figured something out, Beavis. (laughs) What? This sucks. I'm fucking Negan. And the fuck did I make the Frighteners part two? (laughs) Oh, uh, does it end with ripping the fucking hood off and it's the fucking janitor? Because fucking Scooby Doo <laughs> villain. Oh man, old, old man Negan. Yeah. 
It's, it was me the whole time. And my, I'd have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for those men in tights. <laughs> and my bat's thirsty. Uh, you, you, it's the twist at the end. William Sadler turns out to be the Grim Reaper. Oh, shit. The whole time. Speaking of uh, Scooby-Doo, meet this woman whose boyfriend is a roller coaster. And she claims to have kids with it. You hear about this? It's fucking lighting the internet on fire. Jizz on a seat kind of thing? Well, it says here, Gail Engel is sexually attracted to objects. And uh, she says after she met this Skyscream roller coaster at a German theme park, she finally understood what love really meant. I yeah. mean, it makes sense that it's in Germany. Well, she says... They're, uh, weird, they're weird over there. They've been weird. They've been, they've been oh. weird since they had to reissue their history books. Yeah, Gulentag. But uh, it says here... Uh, she says she shares kids with the theme park attraction. Uh, she's been sexually attracted to objects since her teens. Hey, yo, what the fuck? And as an adult, she became fascinated with roller coasters. Uh, Why is that woman riding the Superman with no pants on? Oh, I just like to feel the vibrations. Yeah. Uh, so it says here uh, she became uh, attracted to Skyscream. That uh, her attraction is so strong that she believes it's true love. You could say that I'm sexually drawn to roller coasters, but since I met the Skyscream roller coaster, I understood. I understood. And there's a picture. I need you to click because there's a picture of her where she made like an eighth grade diorama. What do you need me to click? You didn't put a link in. Oh, I didn't. You're right. This just popped up. So it's just uh, describe it to me. It's okay. Okay. So, all right. So imagine like, okay, you know, you get like a little piece of board. Right, that's for the ground, and then you make your little little buildings all around, you know, like for the entrance, like you are here type of deal, and then it's like a the tower for the roller coaster, and it's got like the little cart, you know, like like it's riding, you know, fake yep. feigning that it's moving, uh, yep. and she's kissing it, she's kissing it, like I feel like somewhere yeah. there's been a seat that's had a fucking dildo mounted on it at some point, and she's at the gate. At the entrance, which the building looks pretty cool, but she's giving a thumbs up. Like, this is my guy. This is this is <laughs> she says this, this is my boyfriend. This, this is my boyfriend. This is, why, this is why COVID happened. When there's so many of us on the planet that we're starting to fucking fall in love with roller coasters, that's why plagues happen. All right. Well, she says she's has she has had serious relationships in the past and uh but they've all been uh life ruining. They weren't roller coasters. Uh, she said that the men that she dated had uh, issues with uh, alcohol and all that, and it was a very hard time. I feel like alcohol might be an issue here. But with Skyscream, I feel completely confident. So it says, uh, sadly, meeting up with her roller coaster boyfriend is not an easy task for Gael. Uh, she's also unable to have any kind of sexual relationships with the ride. Instead, the artist collects objects that represent him as a reminder of their bond. All right. So no sexual relationship, yet they have kids. All right. I got it. Yeah. Uh, someone skipped. Uh, She's just stealing random children off of it. Oh, we had a baby. Mommy! And she's wearing the Skyscream shirt. Everything about this is stupid. Oh, look at the next thing you have on here. Great. <laughs> Popcorn teeth. Sharks in the corn. Sharks not in the corn. Sharks of the corn. So the so the it's, sharks are made of corn. It's Jaws meets Children of the Corn, supposedly. 
So it says, uh, why? I don't know. What the fuck is happening? I don't know, Ryan. Ryan. All right. I don't know. What can I put together this time? You know what? Let's do the game of sorry with rabid monkeys. There's a horror movie right there. There, there, there is a called Sorry Not Sorry. Sorry Not Sorry. It'll be produced by Sam Raimi. It'll be PG. And it'll have uh, Jigsaw in it. It'll star, it'll star fucking Tobin, Tobin Bell. Tobin Bell. You want to play a game? It'll say, hold on. It'll say that it, Tobin Bell is the star, but he'll only be in it for 30 seconds. Yeah, and he'll say, you want to play a game? And he'll have the fucking... No, they won't be able to afford to pay him to say that. Oh, he's just there with the watch, just, with the broken watch? He's just... He's there doing his fucking... He's doing his good fellas character, the P.O.I. He comes back as the P.O. Officer. You got your, you got your, uh, your uh, time cards. And then he's gone because the shark comes up. Rawr, and then he's eaten by a shark. Yeah. So it says... Uh, <laughs> Oh my God! So it's, it's it's arriving on Blu-ray and VHS this summer. Uh, oh, shocker! It says we may not have a big-budget studio-produced shark movie coming our way this summer. No Jaws ripoff, no Deep Blue Sea sequel, no Forty-Seven Meters Down, but we do have the latest from Tim Ritter titled "Sharks of the Corn." Is it on the big-budget side of things? No, but it is a riff on Stephen King's "Children of the Corn," but with, with sharks. It says, uh, per the studio, this movie delivers everything you expect from Tim as well as everything you expect from a shark movie in a cornfield. It's a match made in heaven. Oh, man. All right. So the, the trailer opens up with a man worshiping at the altar of some shark teeth, puts on a mask that unsurprisingly also features shark teeth. You also get a few shots of cornfield. You know what? Go watch it. Uh, this shit is definitely B grade. Um, I looked up Tim Ritter because I'm not familiar with his work, but yeah, this dude's got a lot of work under him. House Shark, High Death, The Risen, Blood Sucking Redneck Vampires. Scary. I didn't believe there was going to be sharks in this till the last five seconds. Yeah. I was like, so it's not sharks. It's yeah. people that are dressed like sharks. That's and what then I got. All of a sudden, here's a shark coming out of the yeah. corn to attack a helicopter. Yeah. Oh, it helicopter? Looks, Where's it's, Landis? It's very, oh shit, better not follow. Where's Vic Moreau? Somebody <laughs> check on him. He's a shark um, now. He's a shark now. He was reincarnated. He's a goddamn helicopter. Ah, this is for Sony. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, no, this dude, uh, yeah, he's got a lot of B fucking straight It's really tunes. hard to say when a movie is less than sci-fi film quality. Listen, but, but not, not, movie, not quality, because it looks well shot. It looks like they got equipment. It looks like it was shot on an iPhone. <laughs> is what it looks like. But see, there's a niche for it, and I'm glad I checked this dude out, because it's it looks like, uh, but yeah, uh, B-grade fucking demented mis mismatch of humor and terror and pure adrenaline. But uh, if you go to, if you want to check it out um, and you're into that kind of stuff, it's going to be released on July 6th. And you can go to srscinemastore.com uh, to pick up some other stuff too. Um, but yeah, so they got actually Blu ray sold out. Sorry. 
It's sold out. Yeah. Oh my god. So yeah, Tim Ritter. Check him out. Sharks of the corn. Wow. I'm telling you, the be the be fucking like zombie versus Bigfoot. Have you seen that? No. All right. Uh, when you got like some time to bullshit, it's not something where you got to like give a lot of attention to, but it is fucking hilarious. Like how crazy it looks like high school like project. Is it like is it like Harry like Harry from Harry and the Hendersons fighting, or is it worse quality? Way worse. It's like uh, I got the uh, the the monkey costume at fucking Spirit. Oh it's, my god! Threw it. I could, I could think of at least one filmmaker that we know that would make something of that caliber. Yeah. So shout out to him. All right. So check that out. Popcorn teeth. We got the the House of a Thousand Monsters. Have you seen this? I saw people were like fucking burning the internet down when this dropped. Yeah. Uh, no. Fuck this. You don't think so? You don't want to see fuck fucking. It. Nope. You don't want to see what Sherry Moon Zombie is fucking Lily Munster. No, she's gonna be the 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 blonde daughter. That's not possible. Sherry Moon Zombie's like sixty at this point. Well, I think if they brought it to the twenty first century, we could have like no. a real. That's not what's gonna happen. He's gonna make her Lily, and you know it. I'm not. I do not support this at all. Not one fucking bit. Wow. You dirty, Judy. I am angry. I have never been this angry. Okay. I just don't. I don't. Have no, you heard fine. the new Rob Zombie album? He's making bad decisions. <laughs> I have not uh, heard the new. No, I haven't. A simple answer. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I was trying to like. Poor, think of... He's making poor, poor decisions, and mm. I don't support it. And him doing the monster. Why? Why, what's he? Why? Because he's he's. Are we gonna have Herman Munster is gonna be like some fucking heroin addicted fucking wife beater with a big head? It's just a giant he's, head. He's got a cranium fucking, with it's, a fucking John Deere hat on. Yeah, Lily Munster is gonna be just Sherry Moon Zombie with a black wig on and fucking. Oh man, I don't. I just. I don't. I don't like. I saw that and I was like, absolutely not. No. No, and I want to know what happened to his Groucho. I was on board for the Groucho Marx biopic. Yeah, I don't know what happened with that. About the last days of Groucho Marx where he was, like, beaten and, po- and like, pilled up and locked in a fucking closet. Did they Stan lead him? Yeah. Before Stan leading somebody was a thing? Fucking, what a world we live in. <laughs> fucking, oh. But he was supposed to make that. And I was looking forward to that because I was like, if anybody's not going to fucking sugarcoat it, it would be Rob Zombie. Yeah, but I'm guessing maybe maybe he sent a script to the Marks fucking residents and they were like, absolutely not. We never beat and drugged him. No, they did though. They, oh, they did. They fucking they kept did. them locked. They kept Groucho Marx locked in a fucking room and made him sign shit. Yeah. And they were like, Over, sign oh, here, put your fucking glasses and your mustache on and fucking sign this. And then he died, and they cremated him, and they took his ashes to cons and had people take pictures with. Him. I think that was uh, Jason Voorhees' mom. And then they that was. That there. I, I remember someone, I forget who, they said they had, like, residue on their hands. Don D. Afterwards. Shout out to Don, Don D. D. Our old friend Don. He, he doesn't listen to the show anymore. It's all right. He's Mr. Rollerblader. Yeah, no, now. He's, he's gleaming the, gleaming the. He's gleaming the cube. No, I don't think it applies to it's, rollerblades. That's, 
I don't know. He's he's airbutting or whatever the fuck they call it. There you the go. movie was set. That movie was Seth Green where he was a rollerblader. Yeah. X, um, X, X, X no, he said, no, it wasn't residue on his hands. It was ashes. <laughs> For fucking. Yeah. He said that urn looked like it had been dropped so many times that the lid was cracked and there were ashes on the outside of it. So he had Betsy Palmer on his hands. Mm. All right. So, okay. I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question since we're on this. All right. If you're using modern actors, who would you cast as Lily? Thinking right now. Let's try to cast this. Lily Munster. I would say Lily Munster, Lily Munster. I'm trying to put a face mm-hmm. in the outfit. Okay. That and I would probably say the chick from Penny Dreadful. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. Yes. Uh, I would do uh, that uh, Andrea. Is that her name? Andrea Burr. I don't know who you're talking about. Mandy. The Mandy chick. Oh, no. I wouldn't put her in Lily Monster. No, No, she's too scary. (laughs) But that's the point. The monsters weren't scary. No, we're doing Rob Zombie's fucking vision. Because you know there's going to be some fucking craziness there's got to be he's gonna put some fucking flair of fucking the dungeon you know? it's not gonna be good yeah. uh okay so uh, let's do bill Hader as monster herman monster nope you don't like that he's come on with his little eye he's like, got the little you eye. gotta keep in mind herman monster was massive no they got cgi and fucking robert yeah. de niro boots that's not you still couldn't make no Bill Hader. I wouldn't put Bill Hader in that. No. I that I wouldn't do. What about uh that uh that uh the pirate guy R from uh Dodgeball? You ready for the <laughs> Hurricane? Alan Tudyk. Yeah, Alan Tudyk. No. No? Damn, I'm fucking I honestly can't picture anybody as No, Herman I can't. Munster. That's and that's why I basically cause I was looking at this while we were talking and I'm like You say Herman Munster, I immediately see fucking Fred Gwynn. Fred Fred Gwynn's fucking yeah. dopey ass fucking blue face. Yeah. Fucking mugging for the camera. Yeah, you know. And uh I don't know. If he was uh still alive, maybe the grandpa could be the guy from uh Everybody Loves Raymond. The old dude. The old dude. Yeah, it's possible. If it was Rob Zombie, it would be Sid Haig if he was alive. Yeah, for sure. Um, the kids, the the, the son, no clue. I'm not yeah. familiar with child actors. Uh, Haley Joel Osment. Haley Sid, Joel Osment. Probably... Yeah, sure. It'd be him or fucking Finn Wolfhard. Make him shorter. He gets in everything. He's Pugsley too now. So, voice right? Yeah, he's the voice of Pugsley now. So, um. That's a hard one. And the blonde, I'd have no idea any who that blonde. would be. Probably any blonde. Any blonde. Any that character is irrelevant. Macular McCulkin could fucking play him. But there you go. Macaulay Culkin. He's playing everything now. Yeah, now I'm now I'm fucking I'm, I'm regular monster regular yeah. person monster. Yeah. It updated would be a guy now. Yeah. So but yeah. All right. I think we spent enough time on that. No one wants that. That was the general consensus consensus oh, on the internet. Yeah, the internet was on fire with people going, kill Rob Zombie. You will be great if you didn't fucking make that. Yeah. 
You know who would be great in that movie? Nobody. Don't do it. Because everybody's been like, he's going to put his fucking wife in it. And that's that was the whole thing. Like, everyone... But, I mean, she's not a terrible... She's a bad actress. I don't care how you fucking slice that. Yeah, we like to get fucked up and do fucked up <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like to get fucked up, too. And do some fucked up shit. Yeah, I bet you do. How much we owe you? Cooper. She was good in the Firefly family movies. Yeah. But that character was designed to her, was designed for her. Yeah. But like Halloween, she was the worst character. Then that fucking Lords of Salem was garbage. I like the Lords of Salem. You're literally the only person I know that said that has said that. And I'm not gonna hold it against you. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. I don't. I, I like a lot of stuff that a lot of people. When are most like, people list off Rob Zombie movies that they liked, that's not one that I normally hear. No, I know. It's Trust usually me, Devil's the, Rejects, and that's it. And I go, you, you should go watch it. That's you. Yep. So, all right, moving on from that. So, Rob Zombie, fuck off with that. Uh, all right. So you mentioned uh, that down in uh, P Town, there. Uh, New uh, new American Horror. That's where they're filming the new season, season ten of American Horror Story. If you click on Ryan Murphy's Instagram, uh, he's posted a couple. Uh, his last three posts are American Horror Story related. So there's a first look at what Macaulay Culkin is looking like now, um, which he looks like Macaulay Culkin. So. But uh, the, 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 the caption is says, uh, something wicked this way comes, American Horror Story, season 10. So, I mean, he's got a nice little jacket on there. I like it. But, yeah, it's kind of in the vein of uh, Macaulay Culkin. I feel like he just walked on set wearing what he would wear. So, and then you notice the second one in? The guy looking like Barlow? Yeah. It's vampires. If you zoom in on him. Yeah. He has vampire teeth. It's vampires. Yeah, so it says night moves. Uh, is that, is that, uh, someone said, uh, I saw them filming. Very exciting. Um, so it says that's going to be, that's going to be a no for me, dog. I prefer to sleep peacefully. Uh, and then someone said, give me that Nosferatu for real, though. He has, he's done everything else. He might as well do vampires at this point. Yeah, and then the other one is uh, silence equals equals death. Looks like it's uh, uh, some sort of rally. So I'm assuming. Well, I'm he's assuming with, politically conscious, probably. Yeah, because yeah. uh, they have brought some stuff from uh, real life into the art of horror. I don't care. Time. I just want to see Macaulay Culkin banging Kathy Bates because that's what we've been promised. That's God what they it. sold. To, that's what they sold to me. I pre-ordered. Don't care how I want it now. Don't care how I want it now. Like, I don't even like American Horror Story, but I'll watch that for some strange reason. The last one I watched was uh, Freak Show. I haven't watched but anything the second else. They were like Macaulay Culkin getting it on with Kathy Bates. You're like, sign me the fuck up. Listen, that I, sounds like I, something that you need to see to be able to say that you have fulfilled your life. Listen, uh, I'm going to watch that and then I'm going to fill that cup and then I'm sending that shit to the moon. 
I want to see him slap them cheeks like he's in Home Alone. <laughs> oh, oh, fucking keep the change. Slap, slap. So, you I mean. Some cologne on that stink ass, Kathy. Yeah, fucking. Ah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it looks, it looks all right. It looks, uh, the, the, that center post uh, with the, yeah, definite uh, Barlow vampire thing. And then, you know, you got the past posters that they put out with the big teeth, which you've seen vampires with huge teeth like that. It's not always a traditional two. You know Sometimes what I mean? Sometimes they give them, like, uh, what's that movie? Uh, 30 Days a Night. Yeah. They just had jacked up fucking teeth. <laughs> yeah, legit. But he was like, tell him, Jay Mazursky is looking for y'all, and the vampires are coming. Um, I do have an interesting thing that I was talking to Mandy about the other day. Actors that have to wear fucked up teeth in their mouth. Yeah. What happens to the real How teeth? the fuck are they talking? Uh, like, do they make these people wear these things for, like, weeks on end, learning to talk with them, or are they dubbing them in? I think what they do, and I... If, uh, you know, anybody I, knows, I say overdub. I think what they do is either some stuff probably has to get 80 yard, but I'm assuming that they fit the prosthetic in where it's like kind of like a cap and not like actual like dollar store fucking like, you know, where it fits more. Well, I like, assume that people weren't using like wax vampire teeth. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's how you get fucking sharks of the corn. Yeah. So check that out. It's sold out, though. I was just always curious about it, because you see these movies, and I've worn fake teeth in my mouth, even, like, the good fake vampire yeah. teeth, and you still, you still get this talking like this. Well, that's what you do. I want this fucking blue. <laughs> but then they're in the movie, and they're like, hello, how are you? He's like, hello. Blood. He's like this fucking, he's giving you the fucking blue steel. He's like, God, there is no God. And cut. Perfect. Uh, all right. ADR. Can we ADR? Because you, you, you want to hear what you sounded like? <laughs> Gary, Old, Gary Oldman's like such a great. I did such a great job in that. And they're like, yeah, but he was like. <laughs> yeah. There's no laughing about that. Maybe that's why Keanu this was just shit, like trying not to lose his shit. Fucking flying everywhere. Can you imagine that? Or maybe that's what Keanu was just like. I don't know what he's saying. Or okay, like, I do think not sure. laugh at yeah. Gary Oldman. Just let. Him. Oh my God! So. I'm very proud of the world that I was in. Well, no, because I know like Remy Malik wore the fucking teeth. Yeah, and I think I like think, for for months he wore yeah. it before they filmed. Yeah, because I remember I, was, I watched something with that where he said that he had to just for the to get used to like how the mouth was going to sit because he had that huge overbite. Yeah, um, he wore fake teeth in his yeah, mouth. Yeah, to get used to the like the face because he also had to work on getting the face right. The fucking, you know, the pouty lip. Freddie Merck. I've never associated Freddie Mercury with a pouty face. Come on, man. Big bottom girls. Uh, Caddyshack gopher. That's all <laughs> I get out of that. Bicycle. Bicycle. Why is, uh, that, why is that gopher so skinny? Oh. But um, All right. Speaking of gophers and being skinny, Turbo Slacks 
Uh, Shutter releases the new trailer for Slacks, a uh, horror comedy from the producers of Turbo Kid. Uh, by the time you listen to this, it'll already be out. So go watch it. Um, but let's watch the trailer because it looked, looks kind of funny. I don't know why, but I need this movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I said as soon as I saw the stop motion fucking jeans like grow like they use the back pockets for like eye sockets and then the mouth <laughs> the second it snaps that chick's neck i'm like yeah. what is this and yeah. then the gore yeah yeah i need ahead. this yeah <laughs> so it says uh it's like we said it's from the uh producers of the uh cult hit turbo kid but it says a possessed pair of jeans is brought to life to punish the unscrupulous practices of a trendy clothing company Shipped to the company's flagship store, Slacks proceeds to wreck carnage on staff locked in overnight to set up the new collection. So uh, it stars uh, Romaine Dennis from uh, Slut in a Good Way, Brett Donahue, uh, Sahar Bojani from The Handmaid's Tale, uh, which you say is a great show, uh, Stefan Bogart from The Umbrella Academy. But it says it's the third feature from Canadian director Elsa Kephart. Uh, for Go in the Wilderness, Graveyard Alive, Slacks is co-written by Kephart and Patricia Gomez. Um, and then executive produced by the Shaquid Bernson and Marie Gelinas. So, uh, it says here, Blood Brothers Effects, the special effects company behind Turbo Kid, Blood Quantum, and Ravenous, brought the unique titular villain to life on Canadian sustainable and premium denim brand, naked and famous, designed and manufactured with jeans. Killer slacks, bro. Looks good on you. But uh, like she said, it's a small price to pay for. Great ass. <laughs> Great ass. So uh, look out for that on Shutter right now. So and uh, like they said, Blood Brothers FX, special effects. Don't forget to hit up Woochie.com for all your pro quality prosthetics and SFX makeup. All year round, use special discount code Mandy Strange for 15% off your entire order. That's M-A-N-D-I-E-S-T-R-A-N-G-E. 15% off. I'll take 200 tickets, please. Now this is what I call a happy... And now for our feature presentation. Interface is active and we're at full power. What's your levels this time? You just make sure you pull the trigger on the way out. After initial binding, you'll be locked in with no loss of a control permitted during this performance. We can't afford any mistakes on this one. Ready? Nobody is safe. I'm a fucking giant. 
The room with the dick in it. What color were the curtains? Pull me out. Wear me out. Ah, Tasia Vas is a corporate agent who uses brain implant technology to inhabit other people's bodies, driving them to commit assassinations for the benefit of the company. While she has a special gift for the work, her experiences on the jobs have caused a dramatic change in her life. And in her own life, she struggles to suppress violent memories and urges. As her mental strain intensifies, she begins to lose control and soon finds herself trapped in the mind of a man whose identity threatens to destroy her own. Pull me out! Possessor is a 2020 British-Canadian science fiction psychological horror film written and directed by the seed of David Cronenberg, Brandon Cronenberg. And boy, does that come across. Yeah, it does. Uh, I think... Has he done anything else? I'm not uh, 100% familiar. Uh, he's done Broken Tulips, which is a couple shorts, uh, and then Antiviral, uh, and then Possessor, and then another short. But uh, yeah, we got Andrea Riseborough as Tasia Voss. You might oh. recognize the name from Mandy. Mandy. And also Birdman, Oblivion. Yep. That's all I've, I've seen her in. Mandy was my first introduction to her. We got Christopher Abbott. Uh, you might recognize him uh, uh, from It Comes at Night. Wonderful movie. Um, I don't know if you've seen it yet. Have you seen it yet? No. I loved it. It made me very uneasy. Uh, I saw it right when everything was blowing up because uh, we're recording this on the anniversary of, hey, your life's about to get real weird. Oh, is this the uh, is this the anniversary of just two weeks? Yeah, just two weeks. It's been the longest two weeks. I don't know if you saw my the story post I made uh, earlier where I, I look a little gray. I looked a little yeah. grayer. Um, but uh, we got a uh, Russif Sutherland, uh, who is Kiefer Sutherland's half brother. I was like, hmm, any relations? Him and Angus Sutherland. Angus, they got a brother or someone named Aroge. Sutherland probably, and her family. Probably, it's either a sister or a brother. It usually is either one or the other. Okay. Now that I think about what I just, it's usually one way or the other. So, uh, so uh, yeah, Donald Sutherland. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, Donald Sutherland. I almost said R.I.P. I don't know why. I saw no, he's stuff. still going. Yeah. Shockingly. Wow. I love him. He's awesome. Um, then we got Tuppence Middleton. As Ava, not Ava, remember? Uh, Pierce. Yes. We know her from uh, David Fincher's Monk. She you was know. also in Jupiter Ascending. Oh, uh, that movie? The the Wachowski brother? Yep. And uh, Black Mirror. She was? Yep. And Philip K. Dick's Electric Dreams. Ooh. Philip K. Dick. And she was uh, she made her first appearance in the show Bones. I think it was the show Bones. Yep, the show Bones. 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 Is that David Boreanaz? Yes, Angel. Wasn't he the vampire? Not on Bones. Oh my god! So am I melding the two universes? He was in Buffy as Angel. He was Angel in the show Angel, and then he was Bones. 
when he got hurt, he wasn't Bones. Bones was the main character. The was chick, Bones. Right? The chick, right? The woman. Canceled again. Well, we got an uncancelable here. We got Sean Bean, uh, Mr. Diamond Face from the James Bond movies. Uh, you and know, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and uh, The Martian. Oh, another Jupiter Ascending alum. There you go. Isn't that your favorite movie? I've never seen it. Oh. Uh, and then he's also a Nicolas Cage School of Acting alum. Uh, he was in National Treasure. Um, and he was in one of my favorite movies, Robert De Niro, Ronan. Remember that? Never seen it. All right. you need we, When we're done here, you need to go watch Ronan. Another one from the school of Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. Except in that movie, he sucked booze off her boobies. Yes, he did. We're talking about single white female Jennifer Jason Lee. Or Lay? Lehigh? Let Lee. Jennifer yeah. Jason Lee. Yeah. And she was also in another favorite movie of mine, Backdraft. That's actually weird because I was going to mention how Donald Sutherland was in one of my favorite movies, Backdraft. There you go. So. Hey, man, that's why we do this. That's why we do this because. That's right. That's why we do this to just talk about movies that we that we like that we watched twenty years ago that we like forty years ago thirty yeah. years ago. Yeah, single white female. That if was. You haven't seen Backdraft? Go fuck yourself. That is a great movie. Uh, and then uh, she's but but she got her break at Fast Times at Ridgemont High. You don't yeah. remember that? But you know I, what? Pretty gonna... pretty unrecognizable. <laughs> pretty unrecognizable in this film. Not uh, really. I kind of pulled that out when I when she popped up on the screen. I was I, like, "Is that Jennifer Jason Lee?" I she has the same, like, she has the same look on her face all the time. That that, that I just uh, shit she, myself. No, she has that like, like at some point Hollywood decided that she would be successful. Like they were like mm, passable. Well, I mean, if you look at her her body of work, she was on a lot of front covers because I think we. We've discussed this. Like, when did you stop getting put on covers of your movies? And that, and that's usually like the, you know, like, oh, okay. Then you got a bit, a walk on bit part. That's after that, you know. But she has a lot of covers, VHS covers. She was popular. Yeah. Single white female, though. Oof. That movie. Steven Weber. That fucking movie. But uh, all right, everybody else is just Rita, Eddie, uh, and then we got Gabriel. That's it. Let's, we got Holly. I think Holly was the one that got shot, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so uh, is this movie awesome? Yes. Yes, indeed, my friend. Um, we uh, we were trying to figure out, you know, like we always do, we, we hum and haw a little bit sometimes about, like, you know, we're gonna watch and stuff like that and i think we both were like yeah no let's do this because a the cronenberg let's see Mm. if the apple falls far from the tree um what got me was the cover yeah and then you know the cover was was, like what the fuck is this then when you actually see it in the movie it's even fucking scarier yeah yeah uh so like all right so we like like you said you uh brain implant technology so we start with with that as the main brain tapping into, um, and then they show there's a thing with the laminar flow of the water, where it's like 
like it's so smooth the flow it looks solid you remember that when they're like where you been when the chick walks on yes and she notices that so immediately i was like okay is that like an inception type deal you know because it it kind of right off the rip with like you know injecting the thing on the head like gave me a little bit of a of that you know but it turned out to be something totally different but you know calibrating their implant yeah because it says like like at first glance i was like oh shit are these you know escorts because they're like you know we're gonna go upstairs and we're gonna fucking kiss the dude on the cheek and then nope very bloody this movie in general is exceptionally bloody yeah very bloody so uh immediately and then she fucking yells out pull me out and i was like okay this is uh some big brain shit because like what the fuck is going on right now but then we get mandy uh she gets introduced and then uh like i said i almost didn't recognize jason she has changed a lot i mean she's like 50 yeah and you're thinking of her in backdraft yeah i was actually back back when william baldwin didn't look like alec baldwin looks now you know what? That is true. Yeah, he does look like. Oh, look it up right now. Look, not right now. No. Look it up. All the Baldwin brothers grew up to look like Daniel Baldwin has looked the entire time. Yeah, he's like, welcome to manhood, bitches. We just uh, we just watched something that had Daniel Baldwin, and I, was, I thought it was Alec Baldwin. I was like, how do you get Alec Baldwin? It's a Daniel Baldwin. I'm like, oh shit, they all grew up to be fat. Fat and, and and fucking assholes. And he's like, ha ha, fuckers. Yeah, I've been here this whole time. I've been here this whole time. You make a movie with James Woods, goddammit. Yeah, you know, that turns out for you. I was a little worried at this point because I felt like a slow pattern, slow burn pattern was going to start emerging. And uh, I think we both had the same sentiment. It made you think it was going to do that. Yeah. So, because I was like, ugh. Uh, you know, especially during that debrief where it was just so, like, monotonous, like, the conversation of, like, you know, what is this? And she's like, it's a pipe. And it was just, you know, but. Now, I'm under the assumption that they do that to help bring them back yeah. to themselves. Correct. So they're like, I'm guessing they had to fill a box with a bunch of sentimental shit. Yeah. Um, kind of like a recall to your true and go, self. What is this? Yeah. What is it? Where'd you get it? Yeah. What's it mean to you? Um, there's a little tie where the third item, she's like, I can't remember. And then she goes, it's fine. Which comes back later on at the, at the end of the movie. But I'm loving, like, immediately after that, they snap into the solo scene where it's showing, like, all the buildings where it's, like, down the alleyway, straight shot, and she's practicing how to be herself. And I was like, okay. So, like, she's already showing the signs of like you know like she's been doing this for too damn long yeah it's like oh hi hi so that's like i need to call my husband and they're like you're separated yeah she's like what yeah so um but yeah so like and then uh then they start showing all the headgear stuff what does the headgear remind you of what did it remind you of the headgear yeah honestly it made me think of a face hugger yeah, I thought Prometheus. So yeah, same, same fucking, you know. Um, also, universe. Yeah, the words universe. Yeah, I was thinking ahead about something else. Because um, then they introduce Will as the next target, 
the next uh the next acquisition i guess and then they do like because they even have uh like uh corporate acquisition in here where they're like you know once we we take on this job it's not just completing this like it's yeah they wipe out they, they yeah. take out the source and then they absorb yeah so like and like so the whole, it's corporate it's not yeah. government yeah so it's um yeah for sure and then uh you know when they're like trying to introduce him and like all this stuff and uh and she's like watching him that was cool when she was trying to like mimic him uh from across the other apartment where she was doing the surveillance i've seen that once before in a movie and i'm having trouble thinking of what it was no you know what clear and present danger not clear and present danger what's the movie with clint eastwood and john malkovich that in the line of fire um i think so where he protects the president john malkovich and no john malkovich is trying to kill the president yeah John and Clint Eastwood is like the uh, or he's the, the Secret Service agent that fucked up and Kennedy got killed. Uh, yeah. Uh, but Malkovich's character doing that in the movie where he was watching footage yeah. of who he was trying to because that's how Malkovich got to people was he became other people. Yeah. It's and a, that's what he was doing in that. So that seems like a standard assassin move yeah. is you study them, practice the voice, practice what they're saying. Because at first I was like, oh, she's going to become the girl. And then you start noticing that she's repeating everything that he's saying. Correct. So, yeah, and it was in the line of fire. He, Malkovich plays the dude Mitch. Mitch Leary. But, yeah, no, that was dope. Like, all that stuff. And then that scene where they show the uh, the melting down of, like, her uh, to reform and reclaim, like, the, the space and thought of Will and uh like i thought that like the balance of that was fucking you know crazy because like you know you have to still maintain yourself enough to carry out your job but you have to play that person to the utmost line and balance to make sure that you don't get found out you know and it's like you know like when she comes back and she finally takes control you know her first instinct is to be like, oh, look, I got a cock. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's like, you know, looking in the mirror, like fucking doing, uh, you know. But this re also reminded me, like, you know, and then, like, it, it got me thinking, like, how do you. Because you're yourself inside the brain. So, like, how do you act like somebody else, you know, um, while still maintaining that? And it reminded me of, like, like uh, movies like Gattaca um the talented mr ripley like remember those like the was assumed assumed uh identity movies i honestly have never seen either one of those oh really yeah you should check those two movies out in particular they're they're, they're good uh philip seymour hoffman's in one and then uh ethan hawk is in and uh gattaca but uh yeah i mean and then it gets right into it this got fucking video video fucking drone type nonsense you know clicking through like the random channels you know and uh look and it's such mundane tasks like his department is to look at curtains that was the thing that i was trying to put together is because they never really fully explain what they're doing what yeah. i kind of got out of that was almost like an nsa yeah but business related like everything everything in this in this in this future seems to be business run 
So it felt like they're spying on people, but it feels like they're spying on. This is see, this is. I don't want to call it issues I had with the film, but it was questions that I had that were never answered. Because it was like, well, what are they doing? And it was the drift I kind of got off of it was that there's multiple departments and factions going on. And each faction or department, they're only like it's information gathering. Yeah. And And from what I'm. I mean, I'm not, I don't think I'm wrong on this. They were probably looking in through people's computers. Correct. I like, like how me and you are on Skype right now. I think it was like right. an eavesdrop type of deal. Cause I mean, they stumbled onto an OnlyFans page at some point. Cause that was legit. Oh, like, the full, the full dick and badge. Dude, legit fucking the whole route from fucking tip to the bottom of the fucking stem. Oh yeah. That dude was fully aroused. Yeah. And then I was like, Huh, is this is this a brown bunny fucking situation when they're yeah, like we're about to I'm pretty sure we what well, we were seeing some people fucking. Yeah. But so, um that was so that's what I got out of that was that that was his faction was yeah. his only job was what kind of curtains. So I feel like there's an entire building full of people looking each section's looking for one individual piece of every section to build a full picture. Okay. Of what's going on and whether or not it's run for advertisement or businesses or just government NSA kind of shit. Yeah. Where they're to gather up every bit of data they can on every person by spying through their webcam. But your job is just look for this. Just curtains. Just curtains. And somebody else could be just lamps. Yeah. Somebody could be pillowcases. Like, it's just about the details of... Everything that they can see. Yeah. They never fully answered. No, and that's the thing, because, exactly. like, he, as he's watching the thing, I mean, well, it's her at that point. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and it's like the overseers chime in. They're like, hey, man, never seen a dick before. Move on. Are there curtains? Yeah. And, uh, and then, like, I was like, and then I, I legit thought, like, more VR or, like, more fucking, like, stimulus to the brain that's already working double time i was like oh dude there's gotta there's gonna be a disconnect and that was like the immediate next scene where they do the two-in-one deal with like the breaking of the image in the mirror where they see each other and it was like two consciousness like trying to fight you know um well that's what was going on yeah and that's you know the, the you know that's immediately there that's where the fight for the brain starts you know um you know because that immediate like he passes out you know or she passes out um as him and then uh then they the fucking awesome use of just the sound design of the double layered vocals yeah you know for duplicity and uh you know i'm using the archaic uh form of the word but um the double layered stuff where they're like Hey, you haven't checked in and it was just like i'm fine but it was both of them talking at the same time you know it was awesome i i really enjoyed the plot points uh so far you know they got the weird ass druggy friends like all this shit. that was a weird scene because it felt so like blah like you know this is just what we do like come do a line 
Come do a line, Bill. I mean, I'm not. I don't hang out in cocaine culture, so yeah. that could be very well. I don't either. What it's like is, what are we doing? I don't know. Stay in and what? do a few lines. Do some lines. See what ha- see what happens. Get a little crazy. Yeah. Uh, Start picking out curtains. Yeah, curtains. Oh, there's a dick there. Uh, but everybody was vaping in this bitch, though. That was that was something I pointed out to Mandy. I'm like, every single person used, and and a lot. Yeah, a lot of vaping. A lot of fucking well, it, uh, it's British, right? Uh, Canadian. Canadian British. Uh, yes, British Canadian. You got to remember, in England, they're one of the few countries that pushes vaping. Oh, uh, okay. As a healthier, they they did their test and said it's way healthier. So that's just people in England. Apparently, they vape in England now. Okay, I thought it was kind of like a. A vehicle. I thought more of it, but yeah, you're probably right. I thought it was kind of like a because uh, like, I reckon I used to I used to use those stupid looking box mods, and I recognized some of the stuff that they were using. In you're it. oh, you were a Leo in fucking once upon a time. Yeah, <laughs> like pointing at the screen, like I know that one. I know that one. I had that mod. Here, here I am. Here, right. That's me. That's that's my that's my mod. That's not an e-cigarette. That's yeah. a mod. Yeah. I thought they were using that as like, uh, you know, because like they're doing the drugs and it was like a in that universe type of like, you know, inhalant type of deal. But yeah, it was just vaping. It was just vaping. They weren't showing smoke. They didn't, did they show anybody smoking an actual cigarette in it? I don't think so. Not, it was everybody was using an e-cigarette. Yeah. Not um, but uh, what I really liked about this movie was the downward spiral. Yeah. It happens so abruptly to the point of, hey, tonight, go pick a fight with that motherfucker. Yeah. And then you're going to come back later and fucking. Yeah. You're setting it up. Yeah. Because that's when actually that's when it actually dawned on me because I hadn't caught on to the fact that they set up who they take over. Correct. For the downfall. So they make her they make her bring him in there to pick a fight with this guy. Yeah. To give reasoning as to why he fucking killed everybody. Kills him. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that was the thing. Like when the psychological breaks start happening, like you're saying, they're fucking crazy. Cause they had like these fever dream fucking like cutaways from like the actual like carnage or madness that she was going through. Uh, but they actually have like these like screaming and like people screaming and like melting fucking like, and then it would just come back to like regular regular life you know what i mean and like dude like the part like the psychological breaks you know and then like to say like mandy's got a gun like you know she had a fucking piece on him and she it was it was her with a cock and she was like looking down at it and she's like what the fuck and then she's like okay i gotta snap back and then she continues doing her job which i was like what the fuck but like you said, like, you know, when he starts screaming, like, because they set up, like you were saying, they set, they set that up. So the dad of the girlfriend, the dad thinks that dude's a loser anyway. So like, yeah. that's, that's the natural, uh, like combustion, uh, to the, like the end. They're screaming at you. Don't step on me. I'm a fucking giant. Yeah. I'm a fucking giant. Which but I was, where I, I was, where I was love what I was loving in this. Yeah, was the break between the two of them, and like you said, with the duality and everything, is where 
what's really going on here? Who's mm -hmm. in that control? Because at the same time, you got a device in that person's head. Correct. That requires calibration. Mm -hmm. And you got so there was just so much going on in this movie. Yeah, there was, but not in an overwhelming sense either. No. It was just a lot of like, what? Yeah. Um, but it's all the way to the point where there's plants. You're talking about Eddie. But, dude, before yeah. that, Jane, uh, Sean Bean gets absolutely destroyed uh, with the fucking poker. That whole scene <laughs> was just visceral. Yeah. He obliterates yeah. Sean Bean. And I want to say that the eye gouge was the best part, but yeah. it wasn't no. to me. No. To me, it was the fact that he jammed, it was, and it wasn't when he jammed the poker down. It, uh, it wasn't when he jammed the poker down his throat. It's when he went to pull that shit back out, and you saw those teeth. Dude. Oof. His teeth, they showed it so clear and up close. Yeah. The teeth just snap out of the gums. Teeth stuff fucking bothers me so and you much. could hear it it was yeah. all yeah and you saw him all flying out of his mouth and then he pops out his fucking eye yeah and then he drills the girlfriend yeah and not only does he drill her yeah. he finds her yeah and puts another round in her fucking head yep and obliterates her skull let what? me ask you a question about because in the beginning of the movie she had also an issue with severing um the tie because that's part of it like the the doctor gives her a shot like a quick jab when she's going yep. under initially he goes maybe this time you pull the fucking trigger and she's like what does that mean and then like because now because well, the first girl he could she couldn't get to do it yeah so like i think that that's a matter of free will yeah and that's the thing like is it a matter of like because she's, i think who's her, her yeah she was slipping yeah to the point, maybe she was the greatest assassin that they ever had. They pretty much said that she was the best. Yeah, 100. At it. But I think she was slipping mentally to the point where that was, like, the one part that she couldn't control on them. Like, she would go to pull the trigger, gun in mouth, yeah. and go to squeeze it. But the subject just, it's like they wouldn't let it happen. So it's like its its like a, like a fucking instinct of, like, survival at yeah. the at the basic core of like I can't let you kill me because I don't want to die, type of deal. Right. You know. But uh, which is horrific if you think about it. Yeah. Because at the same time, it's like they're in there with you. Yeah. And technically S suppressed, they're not supposed they're yes. not supposed to be aware. Correct. Of any of this. But will is to an extent because they keep having that slip. And especially with him. Yeah. But his slip, that, that slip is so much more grandiose to the point where he's like, you fucking killed my girlfriend. And she's like, that wasn't me. Yeah. That was you. Yeah. Like, you did that. So this guy's got this own ferocity in him. Yeah. To the point where it's like, because does that, kills, kill, or kills her, fucks Sean Bean up. To the point where they're like, hey, he's alive. And I was like, fuck you, yeah. he's alive. I heard I heard the poker hit the floor through the neck. That's, that's what I like, thought I heard. That shit, like, fucking, he jammed. There's no way he didn't hit the brain yeah. with that thing. But he survived. And so he goes on the run. Yeah. 
And I do, and you, this is where you start getting that, that weird melding together because Mm -hmm. now you get, he kills the girl in the shower. Yeah. Because, which, yeah, I didn't understand that part. Uh, That was her. Some clearance. That was her. I think that was her that did that just cleaning up. Okay. Because now it's, now it's, now it's, it's, it's Not both just, of them, right? At this point, it's, it's both, both of them. them at that point. But I think they're jumping back and forth. Yeah. And um, but I think he I think the girl I think she capped the girl in the shower. Okay. Because that's assassin style right there. Yeah, that's yeah. loose threads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's we gotta make this everything's gotta look like this dude went on a killing spree. Yeah. So But I think he yeah. killed Eddie. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask you to go back because you said Eddie came in. And we find out he's like the wolf, like he's a cleaner, like off. Well, he's not just a cleaner. He's a plant by the company to go in and go, well, all right, I'm here. Yeah. I think he was like, I'm surprised you didn't figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he, his job, he's a tech specialist. He goes in and he fucking reset everything. Yeah. But then this dude, she, she wakes up in him. Yeah. That, that, that scene with the red, the red, where there, it seemed like they were both. Right. Together, like it was uh, weird. She wakes up and Eddie's Eddie's dead. Yeah. And she's covered in blood. And she had no idea what the fuck happened. Yeah, but the thing is like we see her as her, right? But it's still Will's body doing all this shit with her mind doing it. Their, both is... their minds are in there, but yeah. you gotta remember, he got fucking clocked over the head. Yeah. So no, he didn't. Remember, he did it himself with the. Oh, he charter. jammed the glass right yeah. at the top of his head. Yeah, he fucked that shit up. Yeah, he did. So I'm assuming that Eddie got everything ready to reset, and he fucking capped him. Yeah, like and then that shit you. probably reset while they were doing that. Yeah, but now at this point, the damage is done, and it's both of them in there. Yeah, and and then this is the this is the moment where it flips like fucking. 180 where like he's in total control it's like okay you want to be me and then this calls back the mask where you're wearing like you know the mask the skin basically but it's so he's wearing but he's wearing hers yeah but it's and it's so loose and like disfigured because i don't know how to be you i don't know how to that's what turned out to be the cover yeah and and it was like that that self mask uh montage very off-putting like and i was just like who's who at this point because he's now looking in her memories looking at her past he's like seeing flashes he's combing, he's yeah. combing you know and, and that's uh, how he ends up at her home yeah that was the whole thing like the whole exploration of like him trying to find himself like the true self again in his own body and be you know and, and the turmoil of like not being able to grasp fully like Cause he just got grabbed off the side of the street on his way to the airport, so it was like a blackjack, boop, bop on the head or some chemical dose, and he doesn't know. So he just woke up with someone in his fucking brain. You know what I mean? Right. So like, and that I thought that that part was cool when he was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go to the source," and then like, "Okay, you have your family and all this stuff," but then it fucking that talk of the, you know, the wife of the worm talk. That he gave yeah. fucking the husband, you know, and it's like, you know, do you, do, you, do you know about the predatory, your predatory life, you know, and uh, 
It does, where he, you don't know if it's your wife or the fucking worm. Yeah, you know. Who you're married to. Yeah, and then... Uh, then it just... The end of this movie, dude. Yeah, I'm not... Like, legit, at that point, I was like, okay, Michael... I mean, uh, Colin is uh, totally in control, uh, but being used. Because I, I know we've we've given a lot of it, of it away, but I feel like this ending goes back to the beginning of... Wait, we're not going to say the ending of this? Do you want to? Yeah. Okay. So fuck it then. Uh, spoilers, heavy spoilers. So it ties into the beginning, the absolute beginning, where she starts talking about that fracture, that thought, which is what you see the little white pebble. Which I thought that that was a foreign object in that universe, which which is her still trying to be a normal person with a with a husband right. and a kid, whereas her job is like, I need you completely barren. And completely, like, susceptible to whatever we need you to, to be. You know what I mean? And, like, that thread that you have connecting to your real life, you know, outside of here, is fucking my plans up. And then, you know, that's when we get the holy fuck, you know, where I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Because, uh, go ahead, dude, tell fucking the ending. Cause well, he obliterates the husband. Dude, a with a fucking. He Hold goes on, though. Bananas. Hold on, though, because I'm going to explain this carefully. Yes. Because Here's he obliterates a, yeah. the husband. He does. He kind of gets in a fight with the husband. He does. But, all right, before we get going, do you think that we are being shown Colin, but it is her actually killing? I think she, I think she killed her husband. Yeah, I think so. Too. I think she killed her husband. I think there was that ferocity. You saw them fucking earlier in the movie. She was totally disconnected. Correct. From it until, until she like started thinking of fucked up shit, and then she got into it. Yeah, yeah. The stabbing in the neck. Yeah. So I think she's completely disconnected. I don't think she wants to be there. She's just doing what is normal yeah but even the husband's like i want you to come back yeah like they're not there she's just going through the motions correct and uh i think she killed her husband but not only does she kill the husband she obliterates him with a fucking meat cleaver yeah and what i i personally think is one of the coolest things i've seen in a while when he holds up that gun and she swipes at his hand with that cleaver and takes off his ring finger and his pinky or is it the other two i think it was i think it was the two dominant fingers the index in the middle yeah and they just go slap and then they fucking move yeah they have muscle memory shit was fucking great but then she just chops them and chops them and chops them to the point where there's so much blood it's fucking insane yeah and you think that's like the worst that's going to happen, but then you're sitting there. I was sitting there going, where's the kid? Yeah. That was where's the thing because, because the father did call him to the house at the beginning, right. at the start of this. So. And well, cause he thought this dude was like a fucking diddler or something yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah. Um, the second he forced his way into the house, I went, he's going to kill these people Yeah, or something crazy is about to happen. Yeah. So this dude just got obliterated to the point where this dude's slipping around in his blood. Yeah. Like, there's just so much of it. It's all over. I love the use. It's almost like they picked the clothes on purpose to be able to ha- have that look. 
mm-hmm. with the blood on it, not soaked in, but caked on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just grimy and gross. Yeah. And all of a sudden, stuck in the fucking neck. Yeah, which I thought was perfect because it was well, like it was, a, only, it was like a full circle from the beginning. Yeah, because it, it felt like a calling card of sort. Like a, it was an assassin kill. Yeah. This dude turns around, and it's the son with yeah. a fucking little dagger in his hand. Yeah. And then the fucking, I believe the dagger, I believe, uh, am I getting this order right? Where then you hear, pull me out. Yeah, well, no, you hear, this is, yeah. Or so, no, the gun goes off and shoots. Yeah, boom. And you don't see who it shoots. Yeah. They reveal it's the little kid. Yeah, and then you hear, pull me out. And it's Jennifer Jason Lee's voice. Yeah, the double layered vocal thing comes back into play. And I was like, that's when I was like, legit, what the fuck? I was like, what the and, fuck? Well, hold on, because yeah. I'm getting I'm gonna come yeah. back around on this. Yeah. Then we cut it it switches and now it's her. Correct. Shooting her son in the head. Yeah. In what I never thought I'd see in a fucking movie is uh what is this kid? Ten? Yeah, I would say he's like eleven, ten, yeah. Ten or eleven getting in Brained. the back of his head blown off. Brain. To the point where if you freeze frame it, there's chunks of brain coming out of the back of this kid's head. Yeah. And he drops dead. Yep. But I think I think she killed her family. Yeah. So you think but we were it shown? Turns out that it turns out that Jennifer Jason Lee had herself yeah and imported, and I looked at Mandy and I went contingency plan yeah because they did this they set it up they knew that this kid would be able to they I feel like they knew everything that was going on yeah they knew what was going to happen because that's their fucking job yeah and that was the thing I was like because at this point like uh, you know I had a question I said okay so. Jennifer Jason Lee Girder uh, cut that string because she's she alluded to it already at the beginning of the movie. Like, are you okay? Are you slipping? You know, you have your issues, your hangups. Like, are you fully here with us? And like, I need you here with me. You know what I mean? And like you said, because they they give you information of how long it usually takes to overtake the body, put the implant, and they said four hours. And then they were already like checking in like hey you were offline for like two hours everything okay and she's like no i'm good so like you said i feel like they had already set all this up in case shit went bad yeah so and it was like and it worked in their favor because we were shown colin but i feel like colin went there and then there was a flip that we weren't shown i think the first now i think colin was all the way up to the gun to the back of the husband's head yeah and I think when the husband fought and got his hands on the gun, yeah, I think the ferocity was her. Yeah, because they did know, hey, we gave you a gun. How come you keep using knives? So it was like right. she chopped him up with a knife, you know. So, <sighs> and uh, I just i i love the i love the shot of the two of them laying in the puddle of blood, and the blood comes together. It's like a heart. And it make- it wasn't a heart. Dude. What was it? It was the butterfly. Oh, shit. Did I just blow your mind? Holy fuck, yeah. Now it makes sense. 
because that's it, why oh. that's why she was having trouble with the butterfly. Holy fuck! It was the shape of the butter. I was like, "That's a heart." And Man- Mandy was the one that pointed out that it was a butterfly. Because I'm wow. like, that's I'm like, if they're joining that shit together in a heart, that's gonna be so fucking crazy. Yeah. And then they showed it, and I'm like, it's not exactly a heart. And she, I goes, thought it was a heart. And she goes, it's the fucking. She didn't say anything until she they're back at the place. Yeah. And she's taking the stuff out, and she pulls the butterfly out. And Mandy goes, it's the fucking butterfly. And we went back and looked, and it's the shape of the butterfly, of the red wow. butterfly that she that she killed yeah, and herself. Felt and guilty. Mounted. And she said felt. she felt guilty in the beginning. Yep. And then now at the end was like, I remember, but, I remember but, killing this, and I don't, I'm okay with but it. Now I'm good with it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Big brain stuff, dude. Big brain. It was, yeah, it, I think I think they were I, I personally think that they could see everything that she could see. Yeah. You don't have that kind of technology. I mean, you had you had the doctor in the back corner the whole time staring yeah. at a monitor. Correct. That they never showed you what was on that. Correct. And if they got the matrix fucking shit going <laughs> enough that they can put people into other people's heads, yeah. It's not a far fetched idea that they can see. And and, and even if it looks like the matrix where it's yeah. just shit on just well, not even that, but I feel like they can, if they can tap into my laptop, they can tap into the, the traffic cams. They can see her Everything. going, you know, so I, yeah, I feel like, yeah, it was forever under the watchful eye of her employer. Well, they also, you also have to keep in mind, I think that that was part of the plan was for her to kill her family because the second she was like, I need to go home to my family. Jennifer Jason Lee was like, you're separated. I think they wanted her. They didn't want her going back there. No, they didn't. They wanted her there with them. Yeah. That's why they, like, she went home, instantly called her back. Yeah, they did. They did right away. But now they got their way. She has no family. She killed her family, and now they've demonstrated that to her. Yeah. I think it was one giant mind fuck at the end to her. Yeah. They chose to come in as the kid. I think that was because they knew that the kid could get in there. Yeah, because the kid, yeah, the kid would already be there. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of layers. Look um, shook, you all right? Huh? I'm just you like shook. I'm looking. I'm like trying to revisit the movie in my head because I'm like, you know, I I'm the butterfly thing, and then like tying up the beginning and the end. It was just like a cyclical thing where it's like you know the fracturing. The, yeah, the, the, end f- of the yeah. The end of the movie is they won. Yeah. They did. She felt guilty about killing the butterfly. They were trying to give her that disconnect. Yeah. Like, I feel guilty about this. Well, you're a killer, so you shouldn't feel guilty. Mm -hmm. And now at the end, she no longer feels guilty. And to me, the butterfly was the metaphor for her killing her kid. Yeah. Was her final. That was her. She killed her husband and she killed her kid. Wow. Done. But now this dude's going to get blamed for it. Yeah. 100%. 100%. So it's all wrapped up in a nice, neat little package, and they can continue on their way. I'm just going to go ahead and say I absolutely love this movie, and it's going to get a rewatch for me because I feel like this is one of those movies that you could watch a couple times and pick up on other little shit. Like yeah. you were saying with the melting and the melding, yeah. I didn't take it as that. I took it as metaphor. Yeah. The movie was full of metaphor. Yeah. I took that as the metaphor of them 
of of them. Like you said, she melted away and then came back. Yeah, reforming. But, yeah, I felt like the melting away was her and him melding together. Yeah, I can see. But the yeah. problem was is that he became self aware. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, once they had that break. Yeah. Boom. You know, in the bathroom where he fell or he was unconscious. Mm-hmm. That was the whole can't caboodle. And that was the thing. Cause, I, I highly recommend this movie to everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean. I do recommend the uncut version, which is what we saw. Yeah. There is a rated R version. Correct. Where they chiseled out. You get a little less of the eye. I guess you, you get. Less dick, less blood. Uh, less from what I understood, there is less blood, particularly in when he kill when he beats up Sean Bean. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the stabbing in the eye, but you don't see him pop it out. Uh, and when the kid gets shot at the end, mm-hmm. yeah, you I'm don't sure see the back of you don't see the back of the head blow off. You just yeah. see the kid get shot and drop. Do you think Lars von Trier, when he saw this movie, was like, "What the fuck? I didn't know I could do that." I think a lot of filmmakers, like, I feel like this, this, uh, I mean, cause, um, cause you I mean, know, nobody's a stranger to it. We write, we, 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 we're budding filmmakers at this point trying to yeah. get shit done. And up until I saw this movie, I thought that was taboo. I've had yeah. ideas that involved the dark and the wicked was another one that was like dancing that line. But then, you know, uh, um, they never crossed it. Yeah. This movie fucking crossed yeah. it. Yeah, it was the like the second it blew that kid's brains out, and they showed pieces of gray matter coming out of the back of his head. Yeah, like I, now I feel I feel rejuvenated now at this point. Like, oh my god, we can, <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. we can do this now. Yeah. They did it. Like, yeah. it's not just capsule. not just uh, 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 and not just to be no, like I'm writing, I'm writing a flagrant blowing kids' brains out <laughs> script. That's all it's gonna be. Sorry, it's, uh, it's gonna be John Wick, but he just kills school children. Uh, this is satire, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, no, it's not. It's gonna Somebody, be that's the next horror movie coming out. Somebody's going to be mad because they didn't get their, their fucking school fundraiser wrapping paper. The wrong one came. Oh, man. Uh, all right. So I guess we answered the question of did it deliver? Fuck yeah. Plot points. Awesome. The pacing. A little, a little, I will say a little cloudy. There yeah. are, I mean, it's not necessary to enjoy the movie, but there was some stuff that I was like, yeah. well, who the fuck are they? Yeah. Like, I think they were just, this? I, I want to know what it is. I feel yeah. like there's a lot. I feel like there was a little bit more that we could have gotten and I would have like felt more satisfied yeah. with who they were. I think, I think they were just, do you think company? it was really just like a corporate sponsored assassination? Yeah, I believe like they don't like they're not government. They're not. Nothing. No, I I think and this is what I got like from if, it because like if Ahol fucking yeah. was like, um, yeah. like we want Walmart. We're <laughs> yeah. sending this. Yeah, we're going to send you into the brain of like, the son of the people that own Walmart. hundred percent. I feel that this is futuristic uh, uh, corporate espionage fucking. The breakdown, all that stuff, because now mixed with the Matrix. Yeah, because then now you have extortion, blackmail involved in. Hey, you hired us to kill this off, so then you could be the heir of the company. But guess what? We got all this information on you. We have the colors of your curtains. We got the colors of your fucking pillows. We know where you've been. We own the company. Sign here. Sign delivered. 
Wow, that actually never occurred to me that maybe that's the intel they were gathering was on specific people. Yeah, so now fuck off, and then because we can tell we can tell you about the mole on your dick. Yeah, because she might want to get it looked at. (laughs) Because she says, you know, this is a big job, a lot of money, and continuing to make money after this is the goal. So, uh, believability in this universe, sure. Um, You know, anything's possible. Why not? Disconnect. It's the future. Yeah. Uh, The effects, amazing. The kills, awesome. Legacy, I mean, there's the Cronenberg legacy. So, let's see if, uh, you know, what else he does. Check, 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 and check. Yeah, so... But, I look uh, forward to anything else coming from this guy. Yeah, I, I felt like, you know, totally different from his, his, it's it's different from his father. But you, you know, know what I'd like to see him do? What? I'd like to see him do an updated version of Video Drum. That would be. That's yeah. I feel like that's because I got Video Drum feels off yeah, of this 100 like at one point i think i was cracking jokes where there was something that was going on and i was like gun hands coming yeah i said the same gun thing. hand like i felt yeah. like there was moments where gun hand was gonna happen yeah that's what i i, I said the same thing i was like that we got melty skin face mask yeah but this see that's the dope. thing dude the cutaways like i that was like so good the color schemes everything the fucking screaming oh so good but uh, yeah, um, if we spoil this movie enough for you, still go watch it. Um, it's still, you gotta watch this kid get his yeah. brains blown out. I'm sorry, it was just when that shit happened. Me and Mandy were both like, "What the yeah. fuck?" No, just legit, happened. Legit. That's what I, I my mouth like was me open. saying it on this doesn't even hit that whole ending. No, us just us talking about it does yeah. not even parallel. No watching this shit play out correct it's like what it's like watching a fucking car wreck happen in front of you well you feel like you it's so brutal and you feel like you shouldn't watch it and you know these people are getting hurt yeah but you're like god damn is that fucking visceral yeah and that's and that's the best word i can describe it with and that's the thing because the movie is an hour and 45 minutes long uh at the one hour mark is when the last 45 minutes of this movie are just insane. Relentless. Yeah. So I mean, like, there's no holding back, especially, I don't know. I didn't see the R-rated version. Yeah. R-rated version could feel like a totally different movie. I only know of a couple differences, mm-hmm. but I, I guarantee you that the uncut probably is the difference between showering and showering with a bar of soap. Yeah. Oh, you you talking about just the water? Just 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 doing a shower or rinse off. Like yeah. you don't feel entirely clean, or you feel clean, or you're or you're good with it. You know what I mean? Like watching the uncut is just rinsing off. Uncut. All right. <laughs> so, so. Uh, I think we ran long on this, but it was. It, I told you when 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 I was like, "Did you watch the movie?" And you're like, uh, "Yeah." And then we started talking about it a little bit. I was like, "Big brain shit." We're going to talk a lot about this. I'm glad we did open up on it because there was a lot of, like... There was no way we weren't going to... Yeah. I'm yeah. We, not spoiling. Yeah. Fuck you. No, no, no. I'm talking about, like... No, I'm saying getting... the listeners. Oh. Fuck you. <laughs> not spoiling. Yeah, so... All right. I think that's all that's for it. this. Yeah, I think that's it, man, for this adventure into the uh, auditory debauchery. 
Uh, you can find us on. Uh, actually, you know what? Before we get going, I want to give a shout out to Oscara, our buddy Kate. Uh, she uh, about a couple of the keychains that she's made. Uh, go pick some up. This one's uh, the Bates. Welcome to Bates Motel. Uh, and then uh, my wife got one. Uh, that's hers. And then I got the uh, the Stanley Hotel one, room two seventeen. Pretty cool stuff, handmade. Uh, go visit her Etsy store and uh, check out our stuff. Um, and then also uh, Ghostwatch Photozine. We mentioned them before. Um, they have new issues coming out. Go follow them. Look them up. Um, if you're an artist or writer or anything like that, they're looking for those short stories. Also, if you have any, uh, they have a hotline now, the Ghostwatch hotline. Uh, it's an unmanned phone line where you can call in and tell a story. Uh, it, tell, you know, it says tell your ghost story or any kind of creepy, weird shit. Uh, but it's the Ghostwatch hotline, 203-689-3270. Um, and then uh, you can check out uh, Steel from Peter. Uh, that's where all the other Ghostwatch stuff. I think you just DM him. He'll put you on the mailing list. And then once the zine is ready, boom, you'd receive it free. So, um, and then there's also, uh, you can do promotion stuff through him, like, you know, like, uh, ad placements and stuff like that. If you do that, uh, tiny robot candle company has been in there before, but yeah, but that's it. Right. It is. Where are we? Spotify, Apple, Amazon podcast, all the streamies follow subscribe. Right. Yeah. We also have uh, a new show that's exclusive to hellfireradio.com called Ooh. what is that noise? Hmm. Uh, weekly selections by you, me, and Mandy. That's it. Just jams, just jams we like to hear. Monday through Friday, Yay! five and five and eleven. I believe so. Uh, I, would try, I don't know. We're I don't still trying to, to work it show, out, and I don't listen to that show. So. Yeah, we're we're still trying to work it out. Me and uh, uh, Leo, the Overlord, over there at the door. Um, and uh, make sure you follow us on all your favorite social media platforms at that strange show. Tell your grandmother unless she's dead. R.I.P. Though R.I.P. For sure. R.I.P. Grandmas are the best. Grandparents are the best. So definitely tell your grandma though if she's if she's of sound mind and wants to laugh. And remember, listen to Sharp Object.